It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Conan, I know you've heard us tell you about the great supplements our friends at Legacy Sports Nutrition are offering, so we decided to let one of their happy customers tell you about their experience using LegacySubs.com. This is a testimonial. Want to hear it? Yep. Don Grubbs in Tennessee, that's where Nick Aldis lives, okay, he said, quote, this guy's from Tennessee, right? So I'm going to read it in his voice. This is probably Nick Aldis, but go ahead, under pseudonym. Don Grubbs in Tennessee. Now, we'll, we'll trust him here that this is an actual testimony. But this is Don Grubbs from Tennessee. He said, I had trouble getting a full night's sleep for years. All right, well, dude. I, that's not I necessary. Tried. That's All not right. necessary. All right, okay. So this is from Don Grubbs in Tennessee. All right. He said, I had trouble getting a full night's sleep for years. So I tried Recovery PM, and I can't believe how well this stuff works. I decided to try Test X9 after that and loved the results I got from that, too. I'm stronger, and I got morning wood for the first time since I was in my 20s. Look, you know what? Nice. After that comment, go back to the Tennessee accent. <laughs> I was so happy when I saw they now offer subscriptions. I subscribed to the Ultimate Test Stack right away, so it ships automatically every month, and I never run out of it. So see why customers all over the world are coming back again and again and try the professionally developed supplements at LegacySupps.com. All of their products are GMP certified and made an FDA-inspected facility right here in the USA. And now through December 1st, Spend $75 or more and get free shipping plus a free water-resistant Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Go to LegacySupps.com. That's L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com. And don't forget to use the code K100 for 10% off your entire order. That's Level Up with LegacySupps.com. K100. That's K1000. And let me tell you, this really does work because every guy that's on Get My Go had the same problem getting morning wood from hugely to Hambone, especially Joe. Yes. Uh, what's the other guy? Durbin. Who's right. part of that other insult crew? Oh, Chad. Chad's over there and the awesome Chad. guy. Yeah. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah. And uh, Nick, all Nick, had... Nick is a supporter of Get My Go. So right. Nick and his friends, they all use it, and they've been getting morning wood since. So there's Beautiful. Some, some, sure. some more testimonials. Yeah, women, women, girls like morning wood, yes. too, by the way. You know, they don't yeah. like you. So. And some podcast producers, too. But anyways, <laughs> you want to get your morning hardwood. You want to get all your legacy supplements. They got a female line done by Mickey James. Uh, Nick Aldis designs a lot of this stuff. 
and uh, we use it ourselves. Look, look, look at how they look. Yeah. Great shape. Right. Uh, JJ Claxton, one of the uh, our uh, the guy that runs our TikTok, is a user of Legacy Subs. He's had testimonials saying he's he's put on muscle. He looks fantastic. They work. Try them. You'll like them. Get your Legacy Subs. Boom. It's not the best one. It's not the great one. You're speaking with the juiciest one. So I was on ESPN Plus yesterday, the Chael Sonnen Show with George Sedano. In all fairness, I would love if you guys listened to it, but I got asked about Connor. I got asked about McGregor, who I have carried for years. In all fairness, I don't know that Connor has a more public defender than me. And there's been some rough times. I mean, there's some hard times where you will look a fool defending some of Connor's actions, but I feel I know Connor. I feel I understand Connor. I feel I had a hand in creating Connor, whether I did or not, but this is how I feel. So I've always looked after little brother, right? Always. Whatever platform I got or whatever egg I'm going to get on my face, if he makes me look like a fool, I will defend him. And I have been right a number of times. In all fairness, I have. If you go and look at the absolute injustice of the rewriting of history as to what happened between Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, I have never before my own eyes seen reality rewritten as fast as I did the night that Conor kicked Floyd's ass. And Floyd kicked his ass right back. I, I was there. I know what happened. But it was an extremely competitive match where Conor was winning a lot of rounds. I watched that side by side with Teddy Atlas, the single most respected mind in boxing. And in the sixth round, Teddy had four for Conor McGregor. And it was paining him. It was pain. He was he was uneasy. He was sweating. He told me that. He said, chill, that my whole life is boxing. I believe this is a sport. If you can bring this kid McGregor in who's never done it to take out our best day, he said, we're done. Everything I believe. I mean, he told, and he still had four rounds for Conor McGregor. I bring it to you because there is some times where he needs to fit in. In all fairness, the heat that Conor took for the comment that he made to Poirier after that fight, the wife and the DMs, was that a prick who was caught on camera being a prick? Or was that an entertainer that to the final curtain, while injured and couldn't even stand, continued to perform? It's a fair question by me, and it's a fair defense that I gave him. But at any rate, I said on ESPN that Connor is becoming a little rich weirdo. That's not nice by me. I understand that's not nice, but I got plenty of bullets as I see. This is how I see it, right? Have you guys ever been in the spot where you think something, but then you look back and go, well, that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean I'm right. Just because I've looked after little brother doesn't mean he sees me as big brother who's sitting up in the loft covering for him. He may not see me the way that I see him, which would make me look like a bit of a doofus. So I take my one shot at Conor McGregor, which is accurate that he is becoming a little rich weirdo. For him to be 30-some years of age pacing in front of a television set with somebody recording him on an iPhone as he's shirtless, watching two other guys compete in a weight class that he cannot make, I'm right. That's a weird thing to do. He could have done that exact same thing 10 years ago, and he did. And it was cool. That was that up-and-comer. That's that Irish kid from, hey, that's McGregor. I recognize those tattoos. McGregor's willing to fight anyone at any time. 
He's trying to make his way through the ranks. He's trying to get his name and his brand out there. It was cool at 23 years old. At 33 years or 34, I don't know how old he is. But he's not that kid anymore, and he's acting the same way. And that's weird. And that's what I said. Connor responded in tweet. Now, right away, that pissed me off. If I'm to be fair with you guys, that upset me that he responded in any fashion to me. I am big brother. I set the table. You studied it. I will continue to help you. I will do it over here. But he may not feel that way. <laughs> he may not feel that way. I might just be another guy to him, which would make me a little bit of a fool. So because he responded publicly to the one and only thing where I've ever been critical, quite a good defender, it bothered me. So then I'm thinking, what do I do? Now, I appreciated his response, and let me tell you what it was, okay? He said to me that I need to sit in front of my camera, which is this right now, with my two viewers, which are you guys, and continue to sell window sheen. I don't know what window sheen is. But if you ever get into an argument, a verbal debate, as soon as you're explaining, you're losing. If I was to come out with my natural response, which is, okay, I want to go on. I want to play this game. I'm going to have this fight just to remind you who's where. Just to remind you why you looked up to me in the first. I'm going to do this for you. But I don't know what window sheen is. I can't say, I lose. It's my job to know what window sheen is. Even if that's an Irish thing, and we don't have window sheen in America. I have the foggiest idea what it is. But I got to go look it up. I got to go find out. I can't come ask him. I can't ask him to explain his insult so that I can prepare my counter. I just know that I'm willing to be polite about this, but I will be well armed. So I'm getting ready. I mean, I'm going to come at him. I'm going to come at him with everything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get meaner as he gets meaner. If we're just being funny, I'll stay funny. You throw the first punch, but I will come back and I will come back harder. It's just the way that I play. But I will go all the way down to the jugular. I will talk about the fact that I retired two years ago. I quit fighting six years ago, and I've won three more fights than you have in that period of time. I have been retired for two years, and in the last five years, I've won three more fights than you. And I quit trying six years ago. I will do that if we need to. I will talk about you're down here and I am up here. You were punching up, but then when you stand five foot eight, you're always punching up. I'll go there when I need to, but not right away because the first thing I have to do is I got to find out what the hell window sheen is. And the mistake that Connor's a great, Connor studied very well. Taking on me is a fair fight. It's one-on-one. -on -one. He brought you guys into it. That was a mistake. He never should have talked about the viewer. Because there's power in numbers. It's me, it's him. It's one on one. He now brought you guys into it. He now thinks that you guys are fools that apparently come to me for window sheen. Now, I've got to be honest, which is I love the window sheen joke, and here's why. Four or five years ago, Connor broke bad on me. It's the only time he's ever done it publicly, but he did do it. And he said, I, about himself, am still selling out arenas. This guy's on YouTube selling window cleaner. I respected that four or five years between the window cleaner joke and the window sheen joke today that he remembered his own joke because you guys missed it. But I remember it. That's a zing. That is a zing. 
if you want to say a guy's doing a great job on YouTube, go ahead. But if you try to compare your seat on YouTube to a dude that's selling out Madison Square Garden, Connor wins. Connor's got me, right? And he's never going to hurt my feelings unless he brings up the truth. It's the truth that hurts. He's not going to love that I say he's punching up, but at five foot eight, he's always punching up. He's not going to love that in the last five years, three of which I've been retired, I've won more fights than he has. That's not going to be great. Because it's the truth. And that's where you start to get in a slippery slope. To are we, is this hell fellow well met, as Shakespeare said? Is this mano a mano? Or are we going at each other? Which would be tough for me. When I transferred roles and I'm now behind the desk at the events, making money and having a good time, and in all fairness, I am. Talking about guys that are actually doing it, actually getting off their biscuit, getting in there and risking it, like Connor. You can see where I have to come from a a standpoint of being fairly grateful. I can't be an equal with him. I cannot try to go after him. It would break my own code. I don't give a damn. I do not care. When I was fighting, any weight class, anybody, but I will answer for it on Saturday at the agreed upon time, no matter what, no matter how I feel. I've never missed a competition in my life. I've been at this since I was nine years old. Due to illness or injury, and it's not because I haven't been sick and it's not because I haven't been hurt. I will show up and I will answer for it in front of the world every time. But I'm not in that spot now. I don't have any business with Connor. I'm done fighting. But so is Connor. I don't have a license, and I'm not going to go do another fight. Connor doesn't have a license, and he's not going to do one either. So how weird are we? Like, does the world want to hear? Do you guys remember when Joe Frazier went after Muhammad Ali? And it was in 1996 when the Olympic Games were on American soil in Atlanta, and Muhammad Ali lit the torch? And Frazier said, I wish I could have pushed him right in the fire. You remember when he did that? It was weird. It was highly uncomfortable. Because you have two guys who aren't going to compete. Not only are they not going to compete with each other, they don't compete with anybody. So what are we talking about? You're banging your chest to be a brave guy when you took yourself out of the brave guy business. I did it willfully. He did it when his leg got snapped, which is very sad in fairness. Either way, we're both done, right? If I was 23 and he was 20, let's have at it. We got the size difference. We're going to have a problem on how we're actually going to do this. But we can make believe in the world of social media that we will find so We will call Jake Paul and we will get on one of his boxing calls. We're going to figure this. I don't fight anymore. Neither does he. I could fight. And he can't fight. Do you see the problem? He's hurt. And this isn't me being backhanded and pointing this. I want him to get better. That's the truth. Much as I said he's becoming a little rich weirdo, that's still little brother, and I'm going to still look out for him. I just am. Until he makes it perfectly clear to me that he does not view me the same way as I think he does, I'm not going to take these shots. Orgullosamente Latino hasta la muerte y después Worldwide Latino Pride, the ambassadors of violence LAX, K-Dog, the notorious 187 homicide We be so big, bang the dang the dang dang Don't say nothing, bang the dang the dang dang We be so big, bang the dang the dang dang Just act like you know, and when we stop, we're not gonna do something 
I'm from Miami, not Compton. Down with the essays in the 6-4 hopping. To my 40 was in the 787. And those up in Brooklyn pulling 211. I come through snobbing, rolling in my low top chucks. Making sure you suckers feel me every time we bust. Shackled up like a nut going 5150. Welcome to Keeping It 100 with Conan. Millions and millions of downloads and pound after pound of Iranian tobacco later, we are now chopping it up on Spreak. This week on the show, it's the highly anticipated trial of myself, who's been inserting the sound effects into the intro. It's not me. And I'm sure that justice will be served in the court of Conan. Plus, in hot news with Bill Boddy, will Matt Riddle be the subject of a huge future push? How does WWE treat vaccine side effects? Plus, their New Year's Day pay-per-view... A whole lot of backstage insight on Charlotte and Becky Lynch, AEW Full Gear, Ric Flair's new podcast, and more. In the listener mailbag, we talk about Conan's hopes and plans for a comeback, disco staycations, the effects of having vertigo, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston, the closing of Ring of Honor, Tommy Dreamer's return to Busted Open, the awesome performance of MJF at Full Gear, and the power of Roman Reigns backstage, plus recent UFC events, NFL talk, and so much more. And now, without further delay, let's hand it off to the master of the verbal gym. It's Conan. Uh. Yo, we're back with episode 281 of Keeping It 100 with Conan. You're out of order. The whole trial is out of order. The mighty, mighty D.I. You can't handle the truth. And Jojo, the Billy Entrepreneur. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant not guilty of... What it do? Boom. What's going on? What's happening? Yo, man, let's throw out the shout-outs. Uh, who's listening to us and from where? If I butcher your name or city, my bad. It's Iranian Tobacco. And if I haven't shouted you out, be patient. I got a lot to catch up on. on. We keeping it one thou. Wow. Uh, Angry Lemonade, Rockwood, Tennessee. Roger Dara, Pittsburgh, California. Uh... Not a big fan when the city is the name of a state. Uh, Holden 812 from Washington, Indiana. There's another example. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Matt, Exeter, California. Reese, 1874, Greenock, Scotland. JT, Waterton, Watertown, New York. Jaden Nelson, Bangalore, India. Most Smoked, 04, Las Vegas. Werder, Werman, Turkey. Southern Adam, Bogalusa, Louisiana. Eric Busco, originally Duluth, now in Twin Cities, Minnesota. Tran Arquistea, St. Louis. Anisha, originally from Pittsburgh, now in Long Beach, California. Jill Ford, Salem, Virginia. Popper Dan, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. El Padre de la Linator, Wichita, Kansas. Big Dabby, Los Angeles. Miss December, Chicago, Hex Crown Clown, Amityville, Long Island, New York. Joe from York, Pennsylvania. Am- you guys are from Amityville? Yeah. This is like Amityville Horror, the haunted, haunted house. Yeah, and I like the guy's name, Hex Crown Clown. They to kind of keep in with the whole Amityville. He might have actually lived in that house. At some yeah. He probably did. You know, Conan. He's an offspring. York, Pennsylvania is actually where I got into my that infamous brawl with the Marines that we uh, I've talked about so much. So there's there's the city and location where that happened. Um, I I doubt the veracity of that <laughs> ever ever even happening. Um, where's the other one? Joe uh, B. Powell, originally from New York, now Manchester, Manchester, New Hampshire. Donnie the C. from Fargo, North Dakota. Aaron Bowman, senior, Cincinnati. Ricky Hustle. Do you remember that name? 
Yeah, he was on yes, the. Yes, of course. He, he's he the guy that, that with Kevin Gill that buried me on that uh, wrestle circus show. All right. Well, yeah. that's him. He used to be on the disco list. Right. Yeah, he remember did. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's originally from Mont- for burying me on the the wrestle circus. Wrestle circus. Yeah. Yep. He's originally from Washington D.C. Now in Orlando. Oh, I was going to uh, say you might see him again because didn't you meet him at a reality of wrestling show? Yeah, if he comes to Vegas, you know. Yeah. Adrian Thomas is supposed to be at the the show this week. Yeah. Weekend. He's is she going to go down? I don't know. He. Uh, I, I. I don't know. Maybe. I think you Maybe should give him going. a good old fashioned Brooklyn ass kid tissue kicking. Yeah. How did he get booked on the show? I wonder. I don't know. I bet you Joy DeFalco had Did something to do with, with it. Joy DeFalco had probably had something to do with it. The it guy was that Booker show, but Joy DeFalco's got nothing to do with it. Oh, it's a Booker show. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if Booker asked for talent and Joy DeFalco recommended him. I I'd say it's, I put the heat on Joy DeFalco Jr. Probably a conspiracy. I agree with that. Um, Orlando or uh, oh Mars from San Francisco, Edson Choi, Salt Lake City, Akram Ansarai from India. Yeah, that's me from Stockbridge, Georgia. Kyle Cherry, Alabama. Donna Mack, Rome, New York. CRT Gaming Heaven, London. Uh, Lagape, Monterey, Mexico. Kevin McGuire, Glasgow, Scotland. Crazy Clown. Kevin McGuire from yeah. Glasgow, Scotland. Crazy Clown, Springfield, Massachusetts. The Migs and the Smart Mark Henry crew from the Philippines. Shout outs to everybody out there in the PI. Boom. Steel Rain 3, Steel Rain 27 from Toronto, Sora Lund- from London, and Tony Maurizio from Meriden, Connecticut. So those are the shout outs. People listening to us from all around the world. Thank you very much, friend, for spreading the word from friend to pro. Boom. Um, we got one Patreon. It's funny. We, we always get a bunch of new Patreons every month. But not a lot of them want shout-outs. But this guy, his name is Knight from Sacramento. Patreon, bro, that's where we make some real paper. No ads. We try to be anti-formulaic. We bring entertaining, informative, thought-provoking contact with an extra ration of ball-besting, usually at Joe's expense. Boom. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you can get all the extra audio and video uh, that doesn't fit on the show. You can get music shows where we talk about certain groups and artists, their favorite songs and it's a fucking really good show Rehash Show, which is the best of the best of our fi- first five years it's a one hour show, easy to, di- easy to di- digest and then we got the K100 Talks where we debate social, political or uh, current issues that's been very popular also, really everything we've done has been very popular, Billy Body you can check him out if you want to hear hot news or if you like to make bets He's been great, especially for DI. You've made a lot of money with him, right, D? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, thanks for that uh, a, a tremendous uh, um, endorsement from you. Similating. And um, also, um, what else can they get on there, Joe? Well, actually, you mentioned K100 Talks. The last one we did that came out Sunday was about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. What I haven't seen. Where are we at there? Is that is the verdict coming out tonight or whatever? It'll be out by the time the show's released? Have you seen that, Disco, where, where the Rittenhouse yep. thing stands? The closing arguments were Monday. Okay. Well, so, today, today there's closing arguments. Oh, uh, today. Yeah, it should take a minute, maybe. Because there's a bunch I of charges. I think so. it'll be a qu- quick verdict. Uh, anyway, so on page. They never, they never know. I would yeah. not doubt that they find him guilty. Because yeah. they're scared of, like, the social implications of letting let him go free, you know? Would you bet on that? I mean, there's, no you, way, there's no way. There's, like, like, there's no way that going forward, if you let mob justice rule, that fair trials are, like, going to be a thing. You know, when in the back of the jurors' minds. They're worried if the verdict they reach could lead to violence. You know, like they're, like they're worried about violence. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, that, that's going to be a thing going forward. That's not, you know, that's why I've always said that the, the mob justice is not good, you know? You know, certain online casinos and sports books and stuff will take bets on things like that, like trial outcomes. Would you bet on a guilty verdict? I would bet on a I would bet would guilty, bet? Yeah. but I, I wouldn't bet much because yeah. you never know, you know. But, like, the evidence to support, like, when all the prosecution's witnesses basically made the, the case for the defendant, yeah. it was like, all right, you know, what? why did they even bring this to trial? It's kind of weird. And the, and the dopey prosecutor, his closing argument was... Uh, yeah, mess, he just but, made made a lot of stuff that doesn't know. make it legal. Like, there's no way anybody that that was was a lawyer would argue that. Yeah, you know. So, um, uh, but anyway, on the Patreon, you can you can get the uh, the ad free version of the show comes out early over there, and uh, so if you want to hear it before everyone else does and without ads, that's on the fifteen dollar tier up. You can also get the unedited mailbag. We usually put out about fifteen to twenty minutes of the mailbag on the show. About another 45 minutes to an hour or so on the Patreon each week. So if you send in questions, you don't hear the answers. They're going to be on Patreon, and I'm, I'm talking, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, so it's like an hour a week of Q&A, at least, with uh, Conan and DI. Uh, also on the Patreon, we do show reviews. We'll review Raw, SmackDown. We'll do a roundtable for uh, usually Raw and uh, AEW pay-per-views, things like that. If you're on $25 tier or above, you can come on and join the roundtables and chop it up with these guys. And uh, like Conan said, there's been music segments, there's been uh, movie and TV show discussions and reviews, and um, everything's on there, politics, pop culture, there's clips coming out, audio and video, pretty much every day, so you're never going to regret that investment, you're constantly going to have uh, new And not only that, you get five years yep. of all our shows worth of back catalog, you can see how the disco list started, fights we had on here with KG, fights we had between ourselves, mm-hmm. and just a whole bunch of wild shit, ambushes, train wreck shows, uh, just what w- makes the show what it is. Yeah. So go back and check a lot of that. It's, it's all, That's a good thing about funny. Funny's always funny. So funny's if it was funny, funny four years ago, it's still funny today. But anyway, so there's a lot of cool shit back there for you to check up on, and we put a lot of backstage stuff and posters and videos and so if you like the show you'll love this because we definitely over deliver absolutely um if you got any questions or musical selections um if you got a band or a song or you know somebody has a song that you want us to review we prefer it in video format uh we will either bury it or put it over and you can send it to uh k100questions at gmail.com keep the letter short so we can read a grip of them and yes you must ask a question Mm -hmm. Uh, people have been banned for not asking one. Boom. I like that part. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, you can check out Joe. He's manning Facebook at Facebook. He's manning the ones and twos at facebook.com slash K100 Conan. What can they find there, Joe? Yeah, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, they're all at K100 Conan now, so check us out on all forms of social media. Basically, on, on the Facebook, I will do guest announcements. If, you're, if you were following the Facebook page or like the Facebook page, you would have known last week that Booker T was going to be on because I announced it there. If you follow the Facebook page, you would know that Kurt Angle's coming up in December because I announced it there. And uh, I also put up match clips and interviews and stuff from Conan and D.I.'s careers, including up to the present day, stuff that Disco's done with Impact, stuff that Conan's done on AEW, MLW, Impact, and everywhere in between. So it's uh, another good way to keep up with what's coming up on the show and just chop it up and see uh, some of the great moments from these guys' careers as well. Yo, and also, um, Hughesley's killing it on YouTube. Um, uh, If he hits 55,000 subscribers i will make a cameo will not do his show as a guest though you know not even for his birthday but i will make a small cameo if he hits a fifty-five thousand mark and where can they find that joe 
It's under Keeping It 100 Official on YouTube, another spot where there's going to be clips up every day uh, with some humorous uh, animations or screenshots I, that usually comes I'm up give, with. I'm going to make a statement here. About, yeah, the, go ahead. about the YouTube? Yes, about the YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give a spoiler here. Okay, mm-hmm. this, is, this, is an, this is a commercial, mm-hmm. okay, for the um, our mailbag. Right. Because one of the mailbag, I'm just going to read you the first line here. Right. Um. So it's from uh, this is from the K100 Vigilante. Whoa, whoa! That's his name. Okay, and the subject is Conan Beware, right? Yeah. Uh, let me just read you the first line. This is right. teasers. This is a little yeah. teaser for little, what little teaser points coming in the mail. Hi all, hi all. <laughs> just wanted to throw a warning to Conan that Hugey might stuff the ballot just to get your appearance on a sorry excuse for a show. And this guy goes into detailed report of how Hugey may be fudging the numbers. And uh, <laughs> basically, um, uh, fraud- fraudulently reporting numbers to get you to come on his show. Hmm. And that, like that's, podcast that's, one used to do nothing. Like yeah. so, I'm gonna just a right. teaser. That's gonna be in the e- in the emails, and we'll we'll discuss that because um, that that is in question of whether or not Huji wow. is being. And I wouldn't doubt. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it because he is a man of ill repute. Yes. <laughs> um, he, right. he he posts uh, clickbait. What yeah, type of does. guy posts clickbait? Right. Just a, yeah. a, a, a deplorable, shady, right? shady, yeah, shady, deplorable. <laughs> um, also, we're on TikTok. Get yeah, out, stop to the hot TikTok. You don't stop. <laughs> All right, and that's uh, managed by our boy JJ, bro. He sent me the most disgusting video, and he tagged you guys on it too. Did you see this? Was it the girl pissing on stage or something? Yeah, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> Some wild festival that I wasn't aware of. I guarantee you wanted to be the guy being pissed oh, on. Man. Anyways. That was so, a long piss, too. Have you guys seen, because I saw Cody Rhodes tweet, oh, I love the new James Bond movie, and I thought the new James Bond movie sucked. Have you guys seen this movie, either one of you yet? No, not yet. Okay. It. Anybody that has, please give me your opinion on this and why you didn't like it, nothing. Have you given the new uh, Dexter a chance yet? It's been out for a couple of weeks. No, I have episodes. not given Dave you're, you're just not, a chance. You're not going to. Have gonna. you seen it? Yeah. I would, how is it? I would say... Uh, you call him Dave Meltzer? Does he look he like He looks Meltzer? just like him, yeah. yeah. I would say if you were a Dexter fan let down by the last two seasons, this is a good way to, for the show to come back so far. It really, it's, I'm he has it. so much heat with me, I'm not willing to do that. Yeah. That sucks because, I mean, and I'm sure a lot of people think the same way because it's been good. It has been good. You know, because it's the original... Uh, showrunner and screenwriter and stuff. That guy left after season five and it all took a shit. But now he came back for this return. So I don't know. I like that. It. That might get me back. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I've liked it. Um, uh, so where can they find this TikTok? Get on stop with JJ Claxton. That's under K100 Podcast on TikTok, and JJ's putting up humorous videos again, pretty much every day. We're we're everywhere, and um, you know he'll put up clips from the show with, along with uh, video backings, of course, TikTok style. So if you're on TikTok. Check it out. And if you're not, why not just sign up? We're trying to get to 10,000 followers slash subscribers. So, um, yeah, if you're a listener of the show and you want to check out some fun shit, go over to TikTok, help us out, and uh, you won't regret it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so the mailbag starts with... Uh... From Eric Rowland, and the subject is Bret Hart refuses to put Undertaker over. Hi, guys. Hope all is well. Disco, hope you turn a profit on your staycations, if you know what I mean. Anyways, I was reading an article in Sports Keto where Gerald Briscoe told a story about a time that Bret Hart refused to put over the Undertaker, kind of like Disco refused to put over Jacqueline. In this case, it was just some random house show outside the U.S., but because there was Canadian soldiers, he refused to put Taker over. Um, what would you guys have done back in the day if the situation happened to you? Also, don't you guys think it's silly that he didn't want to lose in front of Canadians? I mean, that's like the American guys not wanting to lose here in America. The luchadors not wanting to lose in Mexico. Anyway, Conan, let's burn a fat one someday. Um, I, it depends on who the guy was that would refuse to put a guy over. I mean... Mid-card guys never had that problem. If you were a mid-card guy and you refused to put somebody over, they just fire you. Like, this is only stuff that happens with the top guys. And maybe it's happened with Conan, you know, in, in Mexico. Like, it, maybe you have a story. Who have, you, have you refused to put somebody over before? Or has somebody refused to put you over before? Yes. Okay, let's hear the story. Uh, um, when I first started, <clears throat> Emil Moskers refused to put me over. Okay, and, what happened? And what we... Uh, where I remember we were in the dressing room and the promoter was like, uh, yeah, you know, I want you to put Conan over because he's really hot right now. And he got mad and he, I remember he took off his boot and he threw a boot at me. And he was like, this motherfucker is just starting in the business. He's fucking green. I'm not putting that motherfucker over. Wow. He goes, you know, and, uh, you know, he was just, he just came over to you me. You think you could have taken him in a fight? At that time, Probably, I don't know. Well, you're probably, out of the army, out of you. You took probably, boxing and stuff, right? Probably, you, yeah. You, you probably, probably, right. You were and bigger so, than him too, weren't you? Yeah. And so at that time, uh, uh, yeah. But there's a, the thing is, if I would have hit him, the whole dressing would have jumped me. Is that why we did that spot where you would take your shoe off and throw it at me? Was that a tribute to Mil Moskers? <laughs> to <Mil> Moskers, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, and that's. But you know what? What just is. And I hated him for a long time, and he fucked up because when it was time for me to lose my mask, that same promoter, his name was Benjamin Mora, he gave me my first chance, really, in Tijuana. And, uh, you know, when he, when I was going to do my mask, one of the guys he wanted to do was, was Min Mascaras. And I was like, fuck him. He didn't help me. When I started, I ain't helping him, you know. But, uh, yeah, that did happen to me. Next is from Steven Homburg, and the subject is still wrestling. But but let me just say this real quick. This is what's funny about wrestling. We're real, real, real good friends right now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, K100 crew. Hope you're doing snazzy. Was wondering if you, you Disco, and Conan were in wrestling in today's wrestling industry. 
Which wrestler would interest you the most to be in a program with? Cheers, St- Steven. Um, sent from parts on on iPhone. From that's a, they could do that. Sent from parts on okay. iPhone. Yeah, that's a, ch- a bad joke. <laughs> I would want to be in a program with Kenny Omega, MJF, Chris Jericho, um, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Riddle, or um, Cody Rhodes. All the top guys. Yeah, there's nobody I would be looking forward to. I'm actually going to try to do a retirement tour next year, and I would wrestle. You said that this last year, the next year. Yeah, bro, but I got two years. I got hit with COVID, and then I fucking I don't know if you knew. Well, you do know. Yeah. I fractured my fucking my my ribs, and I have a torn labrum, bro. I'm all fucked up, but I'm mm. gonna try to do it. You know. Yeah, I think that's a work. Uh, yeah. Next is from Eric Rowland, and the subject is Kenny Omega Vertigo. Hey, guys, I just came across an interview Kenny Omega did where he said that he's been dealing with vertigo since 2018. My question is, if he's dealing with vertigo and doing all these crazy matches, how long before he hurts someone or himself? And you think that Tony Khan allowed him to go out there knowing that he has vertigo is a smart move? P.S. Disco, I have a theory about your staycations that you say you have every weekend. That's not true. Is it true that you're a male escort for men and you're using your staycations as a front for your homoerotic gigolo business? Wait a minute. Conan, let's burn a doobie someday. What the wow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I just come I, I just come here because uh uh Bro, I would take one too. Super, if I lived in super, Vegas and they were that price. Yeah. Because here's the thing. A lot of the the, the spas in Vegas, yeah. you have to be a hotel guest to go to the spa. Yeah, and it's like it's like it's like you know. So I and they're fucking nice. And the hotel's cheap, and it's like it's yeah. twenty minutes from my house. And like, if I want to go to the spa and have a few drinks and stuff, everything, you know, I have to take an Uber. I'm not gonna drive. So if I have to take an Uber home, it's like the same price as it is for the room. So it's like, yeah. why well, just just stay here? It's ridiculous. Well, it's cheap. Let me say about um, uh, if have you guys ever had vertigo? Either one of you? No. That's okay. that's that's weird because if I had vertigo for three years, bro, something's wrong. I don't know if he's got vertigo. Maybe he's having I mean, just dizzy spells. I, I've had vertigo, dude, and it's it's. Well, if he's brutal. got vertigo, he's probably from concussions. One thousand percent. But there's yeah. ways to like the dizziness and stuff. You can chew ginger gum, and there's other supplements that can help with the dizziness. I don't know what he does. Maybe he takes something or whatever to try to help with his bounce before a match. That could help. But I understand what the guy means in his email too. Could be dangerous. Uh, next is from Eric Rowland, and the subject is Tony Khan delusional. Hey, guys, I was wondering if you heard Tony Khan compare the crowd turning on CM Punk and cheering Eddie Kingston to that of the reaction of the crowd turning on The Rock and cheering Hulk Hogan. That's the, the, <laughs> the man is on the A to Z drugs a la the, the Sheiky Baby. Um, whatever that means. A la the Sheiky. I think he meant the Sheiky. Oh, Sheiky oh, yeah. Baby. Yeah, but yeah, but he, put, he put K. S-K. And the K is not next to the H. So that's a weird typo. Yeah. Um, uh... Yeah, did, but, but Tony just promotes his show. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, you know, you, you, I mean, like you're not. What's he's he not supposed gonna, to say? Like, if he's gonna say something like that, don't, I mean, people, you know, honestly, you're you're, you're gonna bring criticisms. Right. You know, people are gonna just you know, if you're comparing comparing the two, which you know, but but he's just he's just promoting his show. What's he gonna do? He's gonna he's gonna bury something? You know, no. So it's, it's, uh, I see stuff like that doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's, it's almost like yeah, it's almost like when they <laughs> interview a UFC fighters' coach or wife. Right. They're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, why are you even interviewing them? They're going to put them over. So I really don't give a fuck what they have right. to say. You know, Conan, did you watch Full Gear? Um, uh, half of it. Did you see yeah. Punk versus Eddie? 
No. It's surpri- he gets booed, man. And I was very surprised, but I think it's a testament to Eddie Kingston that he was able to turn the crowd no, with that not. promo last week. It's a testament to the fact that they're booing Punk because he came back and he's been underwhelming. You think? I yeah. thought it was... The fans just boo. They're like, yeah, hey, it's like they booed him. It's a combination of both, yeah. but it's more of what Glenn's saying. Wow. Right. 1,000%. They're not happy with what he's done. They're ready to, they're right. ready to, they thought this was, this was supposed to be a big turnaround. He was supposed to come and make a big thing. He's been coming in mid-carders, so they boo. They boo. It's like, you know, they're, now, they don't they're see any of the mid-carders. You got to understand that, though. Right. Uh, next is from Gator. Well, but I'm previously, though. Eddie, Eddie's the highest guy up on the card that he's worked. You know, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The next is from Gator Morales, and the subject is 49ers. Hey, Bun- hey K100, it's Mike Moe from the Bay Area. Want to get Cody and Disco's perspective on the 49ers quarterback dilemma? If you were calling the shots, how would you move forward with the remainder of the season? Do we throw the rookie to the dogs and see what he can do, or do we let Jimmy G finish out the season? I think it's time to move on from Jimmy after the season is over, but I'd like to get the fellas' take on how they book the team moving forward. My sources tell me, and I got some 49er sources, okay, uh, the, the, the Trey Lance can't pass is the problem with him. He's, he's not he's not progressed as a passer, so they can't put him in there because he can't he can't like he can't do the playbook. You know, he's he's not he's not a good, good passer yet. So, well, and here's the other thing, and I always say this: as much as I like to think I know about football, I'm not on the field. The coaches, so if they're keeping Garoppolo, and it's because of something, and one of the reasons is they're winning. So I'd stay with Jimmy. Yeah. Um. Next is from. Uh, next is Ryan Bendick, and the subject is Mexican wrestlers not make it in U.S. market. Hey, guys, question more for Conan. Which Mexican wrestlers were really big in Mexico that you thought were going to be really big in America but never made it? So basically, who is the t- some of the top Mexican wrestlers that you thought would be huge elsewhere but never really made it? Oh, uh, there's so many, bro. There's too many to count. Give me two or three. Negro Casas. Okay. Who's now finally going to be doing some indie shows, but he's like 50-something now. Right. But they'll treat him like Suzuki. You know how they right. uh, when he deserves it. Um, uh, Perro Aguayo Jr., who passed away. Um, I thought Hector Garza could have been a big star in the United States, the original Hector Garza, you know, the one that passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know who I, I would assume anyway, but you know who else must have really liked Hector and saw something? And it was Scott Hall. Scott put him over in WCW and TNA years later. So I think Scott yeah. was a fan of his as well. Because he was tall, good looking, easy to get along with, super athletic, mm-hmm. could go wrestler's pedigree his grandfather was a wrestler his dad was a wrestler i mean just like umberto umberto just is like a like a the guy that you see now with the lafarios he's like a carbon copy of him same attitude always smiling <clears throat> always nice guy they can both go next is from jason turpin subject is wrestling conventions hey guys Conan, I hope you had a good Veterans Day. Thank you for your service. Disco, I hope your birthday was good, too. WrestleCade is next week, and I had a couple questions about wrestling conventions. At the last convention, I had a bad experience with Luger, while Scott Steiner was shockingly cordial. What are some fan-friendly wrestlers that you would recommend? Also, what is the proper protocol when you get an 8x10 signed? Hoovy recently posted a video making fun of a fan with Down syndrome that talked to him for oh. too long. Don't play that video. I don't – okay, thanks, Jason Turpin. Um – the, the, the protocol is pretty simple. You pay the guy the money and he signs the autograph. You tell him what your name is. And fan-friendly, I mean, all, the, all the wrestlers are usually – I don't know any wrestlers that are not fan-friendly at conventions. You know, I, I mean, have you heard of guys that are not friendly at conventions? I mean, that's, you know. Yeah, I've seen it, you know, but, you know, they want to get out of there. They're hurrying them up. Raven. They don't- Raven. That's, <laughs> I'll, I'll say Raven. He's, he's definitely not fan-friendly at conventions. <laughs> um yeah, that may be the, okay. The next one's from Michael Ur- Urbanavage. The subject is AW Turn Punk Heel. 
Hey guys, big fan of shows since its inception. At full gear, CM Punk was getting booed. Would you guys turn me heel before the crowd turns on him? Uh, I mean, it depends. It depends on who you work him against. You know, but if you work him against the, uh, you need to work him. If you work him against a babyface, he's probably going to get booed. If you work him against a heel, he's probably going to get cheered. Bro, I wouldn't mind him and Cody Rhodes as a little yeah. faction. Oh, you, you put them. I was going to say, since Cody's getting booed and Punk's now getting booed, maybe you put heel Punk against Cody to try to get Cody cheered again. Why? You get two guys that you could instantly turn heel if turn you them, put them against, yeah. like, say, like, they'd uh, be great. They'd be a, great. A baby face tag team or something, you know? Um, they'd be better than anything they have right now. Imagine Punk and Cody going full heel right now together. That'd be great. You want to do good mic work? You put him against Jericho and Sammy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know? Uh, next is from Efrain Martin. Subject is ROH closing. Hey, guys, what are your thoughts on ROH basically look like they'll be closing down? And who in that talent roster would you like to see in WWE or AEW? Um, Jay Lethal's the only one I really pay attention to. Uh, Marty Squirrel's there, too, right? He's pretty good. No, Marty was released. He had a, um, um issue with during the Me Too uh, stuff. Oh, was his, he, he was released like now? last year. Nowhere. Yeah. Really? So he's been blackballed? Kind yeah, of. Yeah. That kind uh, of Mike, he's, Mike he's Bennett. Mike Bennett's over there too, or was? Did I hear? Uh, he's Joe, talented. You would probably know about this. Did I hear that Tommy Dreamer came back to busted open? Yeah, a couple weeks ago he came back, and uh, there was, you know, of course your garden variety complaints about it, but he is back. Yeah. I wonder um, how long before he goes back to Impact. I mean, what is he? Yeah. I mean, what's what's the for saying something? For saying something people didn't like on a on a on a. On a Show that Barry's professional wrestling, and like he got blackballed for that, you know. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, how long is the punishment for? You know, how long should he be? How long should he be blackballed for? You know, this the thing that the answers we we don't know. So whatever the mob says. Next is from Mitchell Black, and the subject is jumping ship. Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. <laughs> With Tony Khan signing nearly everyone and overpopulating his roster, similar to WCW back in the day. Do you see an underneath guy leaving AEW and going to Vince and becoming a star like Taker? Taker Austin or even that Torp Jericho. If so, any thoughts on who that guy could be? Um, I think it MJF would happen. Well, for MJF would, would serve much better in, a, in WWE. Hmm. Uh, I, I think he's he's a good actor. He's got all he he, he checks all the boxes. You know, um, he had a great he, he had a great match at Full Gear, man. He had a great yeah. match. It was the best I've ever I seen. Don't, I don't care about it. I know but you don't care, you but yeah. Everybody talks about, like, hey, people forget good matches. Mm. The one thing you don't forget is good promos and good good interview, good, good backstage. You don't forget those. You can forget a match because so much stuff happens in a match. It's like your visual memory of a match is like a cluttered vision of, like, things that happen and all together. But, like, you, you kind of remember things guys say and things guys do in vignettes. Yeah. You know? So, but the thing with MJF is he's proven over and over again he can cut a great promo and right. get the crowd to hate him. This was the first time that I saw him have a match where he brought out everything that he could yeah, but you know, do, you know? People remember great matches, and they remember great moments in matches. Yeah, and they right. remember, hey, every time this guy's in the, in the ring, he has a good match. So matches do matter. It's not just promos. But um, It just seemed uh, like he really stepped up his game for this match. That was a great match. Yeah. They both looked great. You know, uh, and when we, we when we go over our AEW review, we'll talk about it. Yeah, <clears throat> this is from White Outside Pony Ellie Goulding. Does the subject is does Roman Reigns have any backstage power, guys? How can you bash dirt sheet writers and their clickbait? Did you keep having that asshat Bill Body on the show doing the same thing? Not one of his stories have happened. That's not I don't true. Think that's accurate. <laughs> my question is, but yeah, my question is about the recent release of Nia Jax. It's been known in the past that wrestlers such as Hogan, Shawn, Steve Austin, John Cena. 
etc. All use their backstage power to have hirings and storylines for their real-life friends going in a direction that they want. Yet Roman Reigns' real-life family, Nia Jax, got fired. Could it be possible that Roman Reigns, despite being WWE's top guy and the current best in the world, has no backstage power? Or do you think that him pulling strings to keep the drink-driving Uso brother around was Reigns' final power play? Um... Really, though, Wrestling Informer sucks. I think that Billy spends the first 36 minutes of his next expo episode talking about he doesn't care about what his critics think. Effing boring snowflake. Okay, uh, so here's my question to White uh, Pony. Then why are you listening to a show if you don't like it? That's the same, yeah. Why would you listen to the show and then just bury the and show? And come here and complain. Show? Bro, there's people that like it and they're going to listen to it's it. It's wrestling that- news show. It's like that's, that's not even my thing. I don't even listen to those. You know, it's right. like I, I, I've known this is for a market – our fans, we have a lot of wrestling fans. One of the things we decided to do is provide a, a yeah, guy. A lot of them like hot wrestling news. news. Right. They yeah. like news. So it's like whatever. It's not like we think that the wrestling dirt sheet guys are all like, you know, like they're, they're all like their stories are correct. All that. It's just, just content that fans dig. Wrestling dirt, you know? So it's like and whatever. let me tell so, you about yeah. backstage power play, whether it's on a movie lot or whether it's in the music industry, the wrestling industry. If you're a top guy, you're going to have power that other people don't have. You know, that's yeah. just, just the way it is. Um, next is from Gary Anderson. The subject is athletes having heart attacks since getting the COVID vaccine. Have you seen the list of former healthy athletes that have had heart issues since getting the vaccine? Is it possible that the reason why Triple H had his heart problem? He was double vaccinated in April, and five months later he has a heart attack? What the F? I don't know the answers, but it's almost illegal to even ask these questions. Thanks, Gary. I'm not even going to answer this because we get we, our, our, we had a YouTube video that we talked about the, 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 the vaccine stuff. We got flagged. Yeah. And all we're, we've, we've never provided any conspiracy theory. We just talked about CDC data and stuff and everything and all that. So it's like you can't even like like this. We're, we're in a period of time now where you, you can't talk. You can't talk about this. It's unbelievable. You know, so I'm not even going to I'm not even going to talk about this because we'll just get flagged. So, yeah, there was yes, another... I have seen the stories of athletes getting heart problems. But you can, I mean, it's obviously suspicious, but you can't conclusively say that will a led to B. You know, like perfect example is there, there was a uh, um, the the conspiracy theorist went off about Sergio Aguayo. Okay, he plays for um, who's he play for now? I think he plays for Barcelona, but he was a Man City's top striker for years, right? Um, he had a heart issue recently, and he had to quit. He had to retire from football for for, for you know, or he, he left football because he's had, having this heart issue. Like he collapsed. People immediately said vaccine is suffering them, but. He's had a heart issue, like 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 this is something that's in his history. So you see how like people like like when this happens, like when there's a heart issue, people immediately well vaccine they've been vaccinated and they're they're trying to connect A to B. It's you have to look at every individual every individual case and see like what their history is and stuff everything because like you know. But um, I don't know maybe maybe what, what maybe it does people that have like heart issues it exacerbates them possibly. I don't I don't we don't I don't know. I, I haven't had a heart issue, so I'm fine. So uh, next is from Ryan Keft, and the subject is mailbag. Good day, fellas. I'm a massive mark for AEW, but I disagree with Dave. He reckons Full Gear was a spread of four-star matches, bar one, I think. In your honest opinion, which of the matches deserved the highest rating, and was there one that let you down from your expectations? For me, Brian is far and away the best thing going on the show, with Kingston being the next best. Thanks for your time. The three of you are great, uh, great fun for my Saturdays down under. Um, I didn't watch the show yet, and honestly, I'm not the type of guy that watches the show and rates all the matches from best to you know. I mean, whatever. I, I look for different things in the matches than, than the normal person. So, um, what about you, Conan? Well, we're going to be doing a, a like a little roundtable probably Wednesday on this, and 
Yeah. He can hear our thoughts on every match. Yep. Next is, oh, my God, look who's back to the mailbag. Mike Holder. Oh, and the subject back, is K100 Mike. Talks. Please let What's, people know, Mike, who he is. For Yeah, he's on, tell, tell him, Joe. Mike Holder, a longtime listener, uh, contributor to Roundtables, also known as the Evil Ring Announcer, and a VIP attendee of the Conan One Man Show in Vegas uh, back in August. And also, he has a distinct pleasure that him and Jeff Frankfurter were going to host the yep. Ebony and Ivory Show mm-hmm. based on racial harmony, and it got canceled uh, after one show for... for uh, Bro. Racial division, yeah, for racial division. Yeah, they tried a second show and it actually wound up into like a, a skirmish, if you will. There was some pie facing and you know stuff like they're getting each other's yeah. faces. And so stuff, this is so. Mike Holder from Las Vegas, who was also at the name of the show is Ebony and Ivory. Yes, they showed the, like the living together yeah. in harmony. Impossible. You know, basically they ended up being different devices. So what? Um, and a friend of the eyes. Listen to this schmuck what he, he writes in this email. What's good, guys? So listen to this past week's K100 Talks and Disco as always. I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't disagree with you more. He should have never been there to begin with. His mother drove him across state lines to protect property that wasn't his. Come on, man. I'm not going to say he's a white supremacist, but he's a dumbass for being there, and his mom is a dumbass for taking him. Here's my question. Is a ceviche with quack and sour cream hand job available? <laughs> I have some of my veteran friends coming to Vegas soon. They want to know. Great job, guys, and Conan and Joe. Loved meeting you guys at the Nerd Bar. Much appreciated, Boo. Well, listen, Holder, you imbecile. Okay, the fact that he's there and stuff, you know, this has nothing to do with the legality of the issue of whether or not he was defending his, his, his himself. That's what he's brought on trial for because he shot people after they attacked him. Whether he was there or not, is it like, if that's your narrative, that he's shouldn't he should be found guilty of of murder for defending himself from people that were trying to attack him because he shouldn't have been there to begin with is a ridiculous statement because basically you're deciding who should be able to to go places and do things and stuff and all that so it's, it's ridiculous you know so that's um by the way they just say? uh just reported on twitter that two of the jurors uh, are refusing to hand in their verdicts because of fear of uh reprisals I, what I tell you? Wow! I, 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 yeah. I, I told you this is mob. Ju- this is what happens. Mob justice is literally trying to to handcuff this trial. Yeah, that's they're, crazy. They're isn't too it? afraid to. Um, submit not crazy. Them, yeah. It's happening. Yeah. yeah, that's what makes it crazy. Yeah. Yo, what's up? This is the Phil M. Flash, otherwise known as TJP, and you're listening to Keeping It 100 with Conan K Dog, your top five all time. Disco, I wish I could say the same thing about you, but you're the reason people stop buying mistletoe. Hey, this is the franchise Shane Douglas in the world-famous CCW Arena. You're listening to Keep It at 100 with Conan right here on the podcast. And his co-host, Dance, Dance, Dance the Idol. Why, Disco Inferno? Are you kidding me? You got Conan on one end of Disco? Hey, some guys are acquired taste, I guess. But listen, Conan and I go way, way back. WCW folded. They didn't fold because of revolutionaries like the franchise and Conan. No, no, no. We were the reason that WCW should have been and could have been kicking the shit out of the WWE. We go way back. You want the best in wrestling lowdown right here on the podcast? Listen to Conan's Keep It at 100 or Get Your Ass Franchised. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, I'm giving thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Do I tell my extended family that I have the Performance Package 4.0 from the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming? Not to mention... It includes their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to tame my bush and score brownie points with the in-laws. <laughs> Gift yourself Manscaped or the man in your life who needs it. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with 20% off of free shipping with the code K100 by going to manscaped.com. So if you think your holiday spread is good, it's time to give thanks to Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, or as I like to call it, the perfect package for your package. Inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer is my favorite, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, which are unbelievably comfortable, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. I, I go everywhere with that. Whenever I go to the gym, put everything in the travel bag. Think of it as a cornucopia for your balls. Nice. <laughs> Their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin safe technology. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for more precise shades, plus it's waterproof, mm-hmm. which means you can bring it in the shower and the bath. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes a weed whacker to chop the worst tweeds up top in your nose and ear. I use this because I get, everybody gets nose hairs. The weed whacker just does the business. Yeah, as I'm getting older, I, I keep getting ear hair, which is disgusting, yeah. so I take care of that. And girls do not like that, but No, they hate it. This nose and ear hair trimmer uses a 9,000 RPM motor power, 360-degree rotary dual-blade system to provide proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. And do not forget Manscaped's liquid formulations. They're like the pumpkin pie and ice cream after Thanksgiving dinner. You can't live without it. Bro, when you have Thanksgiving, when you have pumpkin pie, do you put vanilla ice cream on top of your pumpkin pie? Well, I do, do definitely. You? It's the best. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. And as far well, as crop- li- liquid formulations, too, don't forget, I don't know why they don't have us plugged. It's because I'm, I'm a monthly buyer. This is the Manscaped Refined Cologne. The cologne, too, smells very good, and uh, I, would, I would highly recommend it. Well, along with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and yep. Crop Reviver Toner Spray. Yep. Your balls will be living in turkey heaven with these formulations. <laughs> and for the gifters out there, Manscaped uh, seals the deal with two free gifts from in their performance package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. And the Boxers are fantastic. You'll, oh, you'll yeah. love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, gifting Manscaped is the ultimate hack to become the family favorite. And Manscaped has been busy and just launched a refined body wash and two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. We just got that in the mail. I tried it. Fantastic. Yep. Both feature the Manscaped signature scent will help with unlock your confidence this year. 
Your boys and body will be oh so fresh and so clean when you start off your self-care routine with the Ultimate Body Wash Shampoo and Conditioner. So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code K100 at M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code K100 at Manscaped.com. Be thankful this season. Scratches. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. We've got a trial to get into, right? Yes. Hey, the Joe has witnesses and everything. Uh, all right. Well, first of all, I'll explain to everybody what, what this trial is all about. Right. So this trial um, basically is, um, you know, the plaintiff, which are fans of K100 worldwide, <laughs> uh, have been first they started the, the, and the, it has a little backstory. It, it kind of started when I don't know mysteriously somehow or why it would happen, but during the disco list, she's a lady would get played. Hmm. I remember that. I remember that well. Yeah. Yeah. We're never really able to get to the bottom of that. But now something else has been happening where the sound effects. I'm getting booed hmm. when you're being announced. A sound of a, like crickets chirping. Okay, mm-hmm. and then Joe's being put over with applause. Right. Okay. Now he sees. He says he has nothing to do with this. Uh, the this plaint- is short. This is short trial. The <laughs> plaintiffs. Yeah, this is a class action suit. Okay, <laughs> and the defendant is Joe Feeney the third, who's a who's a member of the ultra right Enamble affiliated hate group. Get my go. Oh shit. And also for a while was known on Chatterbait as Philly Twink Boy. He is the defendant. (laughs) The prosecutor, who has not lost any cases and is brilliant, just brilliant job, it's one Glenn Gilberti. Mm -hmm. The judge is known as being as fair but firm. Right. Yeah. Okay. So who gets the first? Who gets the first opening statement? Is that the prosecution? Prosecution. The prosecution it's pretty, does, it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Pretty cut and dry. Let's go. Get you devout. You devout knowledge. You disavowed knowledge of having anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. This is pretty clear. Every week, how does the production of this show take place? Okay. Uh, uh, well, I can't respond anyway. Go ahead. This is cross examination. What do you mean you can't respond? Oh, Please. I thought I thought it was your opening statement. It's cross examination. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I take all the clips from the show. I put them together. I add I add in the sound effects normally and. Uh, yeah, it's all it's all on my shoulders. Hey, so I understand. Who, does, does Conan do that? No. Do I decide? Do I do that? You do not do that. No. Does he usually do that? Nope. Okay, who's the only person that does that with the clips from our show? Uh, I'm the producer, the sole producer. Right, and you're also the editor, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Okay, so you, by your own admission, since I can't be doing that, and Conan can't be doing that, and you're the only one that does that, how could you disavow knowledge that you're the one that's putting these edits in? And uh, making making um making us look bad, and making you look good. I, I would disavow it because I would just say, look at my history with the show. I've never been disrespectful of uh, yeah, but the yourself or Conan. Your, or... your history is not in question here. Mm. The evidence is in question. Okay, and the evidence is very clear that you're the editor. Yes. Okay, so is anybody hacking your computer? Is there any evidence of hacking? There's no evidence per se of hacking, but I would suggest that uh, much like the she's a lady. What's hack. your explanation of what happened? I believe that there's someone on the Spreaker side of things that is uh, taking my edit of the show and scrambling it for their own personal uh, enjoyment and amusement. So where I said, oh, yeah, so, so you are, yeah. wait, so they are hacking the file. I believe the file is being hacked, yeah. I will take no blame for Spreaker. This. Someone on the Spreaker side. Do you have any yeah. evidence support to support that? Just conjecture, unfortunately. All right. I would, so, that's Joe, why I would say base I sent, it. I sent you a piece <laughs> of evidence. Yes. Okay, to your, to your Twitter. Joe, 
My Twitter. Okay, yes, yeah, so your Twitter inbox. There's a piece of evidence in there. I want you to play this evidence. Okay. Okay. This evidence was given to me to, to, today. Oh. Recently, okay, uh, right, like right before this trial went went to uh, uh went to court here. Um, but this evidence is uh, I've been told this is one. I I, I I I this this just so you know this is evidence from a guy known as Jaquil George, also known as J George. Oh, okay. I can't All believe right. J George turned against Please me. Please play this. All right, so what do you got? Okay, you got it, Joe. Yep. Let's play it. <laughs> okay. There's evidence exhibit A. Yeah, there's a video too. Hang on. All right. This dirty dog. I can't believe he did that. Let's see. <laughs> I'm going to ask you this one more time. Look, I'll, I'll take the electrocute to the nuts. I'll take the bull rope. Just please don't make me listen to Get My Go again. <laughs> Even worse, don't make me watch the video version, please. Anything but that. Take my life. Just don't make me do that, please. One more time. Who put up the intro on the show? It was, it was, it was Joe. Oh. This whole time, it was Josephine the Third. He was messing with the audio. All right, is that what you want? It was Joe Feedy. Joe Feedy the Third. He was the one that was messing with the audio. <laughs> he he told me he wanted to get back at Coded for for all the years of being called Twink Boy and the constant burials. And he told me if if I didn't keep my mouth shut, that I'd be blackballed blacklisted from keeping it 100 i would never be allowed to peer again Just please don't hurt me please <laughs> i gave you what you wanted wait a minute like that's clearly wow, under that's duress very damning that's, evidence that's, that's, and that's, i can't that's, believe you joe do you do have that. any let me ask you a question that was very clear damning evidence from from a of uh a reliable witness yeah okay an honest witness that was emotionally that came in here under duress yes. okay to testify and he pointed at you and he can't. He pointed. He actually broke with a clear motive. There's a motive that you're getting back at Conan <laughs> for the years of calling you the Philly Twink Boy. <laughs> this is very clear from a, from a star witness and a guest and a friend of the show that has never been uh, had any. I mean, have, have there you any no doubts? shame, Joe? Have you I, no I, shame I, what you did to this guy? I, Look, that bro, that was like that was but a, what he did to you. Yeah, well, but but Jaquil, poor Jaquil George. I mean, the yeah, guy's crying. He looked like in, like advanced interrogation tactics. Yeah. He'd rather have that used on him <laughs> than not be on the show or have to watch the video or audio version of your show. Look, what do you have say you about no the, shame? For the, the, for the motive. The motive, you know, unfortunately for my side of things, the motive does make sense, but I still maintain. By your own admission. Yeah. That evidence is this is like the Rittenhouse trial. Yeah, except like, you're agreeing with the prosecution. Yeah. You know? so, so, well, I'm an inexperienced uh, defender. I probably should have had someone represent me. But clearly, for those that didn't see the video clip, could Jade, Raven Jade, represent you? I could have had Raven or Rich represent B- me. Bocchini. Who's that guy's I, I, you name? Rich Bocchini. Yeah, yeah I do. I do have witnesses. Yeah. But let me just oh, say. Yeah, well, let's, okay, my the defense. The prosecution rests. The prosecution, yeah, okay, you rest your case. Rests. You there's, rest nothing, your yeah, case. there's nothing. Okay. I said it's going to be short. It's going to be short. Pretty size, pretty clear cut, Joe. You can you can mount your defense. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to defend this. You know. Well, I I would uh, like I said defend based off my stellar reputation in the podcasting game, and I've had a, a you know I've had the opportunity through this show to make some powerful friends in the wrestling business, and some of them are going to rush it to my defense. Like get my go pressure, Jay George. Well, I and, and intimidated him. You know, like. it absolutely sounded like that. I, I, you know? The camera, Jay George. You are making Jay George watch. Get my go with audio. 
I don't know who's behind that. that? He, was yeah. making them, he was making J. George watch get my go with audio. That's a whole yeah. nother case. Visual, I don't know who's audio, behind uh, that. With cameras. So it's like, you know, that's... With video. It looked video, to me... Yeah, watch with video. It's, it's hard. That Who would wish that on anybody? It looked that's to, terrible. It looked to me like J. George was beaten, and this confession of his supposed confession was totally coerced. I mean, he would have said anything under those conditions. But I do okay. have a... a, a, a I'm going to add... I, I'm got? very close to charging you for contempt. Okay, what do you got, Joe? You got, you, you got a defense this here. This is, you don't really sound like you have anything credible that could, that could refute would you, the, the damning evidence that we've seen. So I have, far. I have yeah. a few. You came in with a home run, Glenn. I yeah, mean, that was, it's difficult. It's going to be tough to come back from. But I have a few associates and mentors, even, if you will, that are going to come to my defense right now. So this is the and first one. Right, so is Joe Gortner here? This is the first one. <laughs> I think it's about time that JoJo was put on trial for the atrocities that he's been committing Wait a minute. on K100. Not only has he been using the wah, wah, wah sound for Conan, one of the biggest stars of his generation, a Hulk Hogan of Mexico in 1993, the man who was more over than the Easter, the Bunny, Easter Bunny on his day, and you dare to do a wah, wah, wah sound instead of a huge, exciting explosion of applause. But on top of that... Wait, this is not what I expected. I don't. We don't need to play the, the rest of this one. If I mean, this well, is the, clearly... Well, let him finish. You're going to cut off Chris this Jericho? Like the, the guy invited you on his show. Yes. Would he cut you off? No, it's he wouldn't. That's true. Kind of I'm sorry. Right there. How, can you, how can you I'm cut off the you witness? That is contempt. Yeah. First, first of all, you have to object to the, what the witness is saying. If you can file an objection, but Coney can overrule the objection. Yeah. You have to continue to play what he was saying. I'll let him finish because maybe it'll turn around. You appeared on Talk as Jericho while vaping. That's right, Jojo Feeney. I saw you vaping. You might have even been eating as well. So unprofessional going on Talk as Jericho with accoutrement should put you on uh, trial for that alone and also for allowing yourself to be called Jojo. The only time you ever want to be called Jojo is when the line afterward is, was a man who thought he was a loner. Jojo was a man who thought he was a woman. You got me so pissed off, I can't remember the... Fucking words for the Beatles' best tune, Get Back. So you're on trial for that too, Jojo. Wow. Jojo Starbuck. So yeah, so angry about this, but you being on trial almost makes you want to apologize to Disco. So Disco, ah, fuck, forget it. Nope. You should both be on trial for being stupid, dumb morons. I'm Ghost. Now I, uh, Jericho's great. Well, I don't know. That, what that, that, I, I don't think that helped your case. No, I don't know Joe. what happened there. I, I yeah, there's a hostile missed. witness that took a cheap shot at me for for no reason whatsoever. But uh, <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought I had. But yeah, but the evidence is very clear and damning there. But that was your witness, Joe. This is like you don't a even, trial. The you prosecution. You don't even is vet this, You don't even vet your own witnesses. I trusted. Who I else? trusted Chris to come across and uh and have my back. But Who else? Who else I didn't realize. Got? All right. Well, I have another one here. This guy. I hope, is, I hope it's as good as this one because I mean he really put you over. It really helped you a lot. This this guy is sure to uh to put me over and help out my Give case. Give the name, he's, please. He's former uh, Juicy Seal. Uh, representative Frankie Kazarian, and there's no doubt in my mind from our working relationship that he's going to have something nice to say and, and hopefully have my back. I don't understand why there's even a trial here. Jojo Feeney is the producer of the show. He edits the show. He's obviously guilty. Oh. He's lucky that Conan and Disco are even giving him the luxury of a trial. If this would have happened back in the day and you were one of the boys in a locker room, which you are most certainly not one of the boys, <laughs> you would have been sent to the ring to wrestle somebody that would stretch you and that would beat the dog shit out of you. And you'd have to buy the boys a case of beer or whatever they wanted, and you wouldn't be able to change in the locker room for up to six months. 
So be lucky that maybe all you'll get is just a slap on the wrist, you stupid-ass, silly-ass, crooked-ass mark. Wow. I don't understand why there's even a trial here. <laughs> that was shocking. I was shocked. What, but what the it's hell? another witness for your, your – you're presenting these witnesses. This is awful. And they're turning into witnesses for the prosecution. This is horrible. Like, this is like, written house. Do you have ass. any more witnesses, Joe? Because like, you, yeah, you, you I, literally have not mounted a case in your defense yet. Hopefully this next but one. But I did like Frankie – that that's true. Back in the day, that would have happened to you. But continue. they would have shit in your bag too. Yeah, probably shit yeah. in my. I think that this also proves that Frankie may or may not have been they behind. Shaved your eyebrows. <laughs> Frankie may or may not have been behind the vicious assault on me at AEW, uh, featuring uh, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Now I'm accusing Frankie of that. But I have it. All right, well, I have another one. First of all, you can't accuse. You can't ask for a new trial in the that's middle right. of the trial that we're doing right now. All right, that's completely a completely different legal issue. These, I right, actually, this, is, this should be a. I request the, a mistrial. This should be a mistrial. These guys are coming out against me. Order in the court. Order Do you have in any the more? court. Order in the court. Yeah, this is a former world champion, and there's no another uh, acquaintance from the Juicy Seal, Nick Aldis. You know, we've promoted his brand and everything on the show. He's a great guy. I'm sure that he's going to come to my defense. This is a guy that you tricked thinking Mike hey. Durbin was a special needs kid. Yeah. <laughs> I hopefully he's not going to hold that against me. This is a national treasure. Nick Aldis. Now, I've been asked to weigh in on uh, a rather important matter, the trial of Joe Feeney. So I'm going to take a moment to tell you a little story. I was sitting at my computer one day, handling some business for LegacySups.com, the new wellness collection available now, including superfood organic greens at LegacySups.com. Use code K100 for 10% off your entire order. That's tremendous. And I was doing what I often do when I'm handling my entrepreneurial endeavors, which is listen to keeping it one hun. But uh, on this particular occasion, I was rather disturbed to hear what I considered to be a rather dishonest piece of editing by Joe. You see, he's, uh, he's giving the introductions and he mentions Conan's name and Glenn's name and his own and, and put some rather troubling sound effects to accompany each person's name. And what occurred to me was that Conan was clearly unaware of this, and Glenn was unaware of this. Conan's very busy being the all-knowing wise man of AAA and always involved in so many different endeavors in the wrestling business. Glenn is busy arguing with other mentally ill people on Twitter. And I thought, you know, this is a really dishonest way of, uh, of producing on Joe's part. And uh, for that alone... I would uh, personally like to see him go down for a very long time. And yes, Joe, if you think I'm turning on you, you're fucking right I am. Because you turned on me in my trial, which was a complete kangaroo court, a complete farce. So guess what, pal? You've made a very powerful enemy. This is not turning out well at all. (laughs) I don't understand. You know what? I'm surprised that you would use Nick Aldis because because of you. Exactly what he said. He's on probation. He's on K100 probation. Any fuck up. Any fuck-up, he's never on here again. And you thought he'd be a good witness? I thought under oath that he would, yes, provide the truth, but clearly he's holding a grudge. I, I, right, well, I, you didn't have any witnesses to support your claims. I thought he was going to be an honest that. man. The evidence pointed to you doing that as being the only one that can do that. The circumstantial, is very, very, circumstantial evidence is very clear. You haven't provided any evidence that Spreaker was involved in, in hacking the show and post-editing that and changing the edits. Um, well, I have so one. That, I have I one more. I have one more. Prosecution rat. You got one more. I have you one have more that I need. Argument. Yeah. Th- th- well, this will be ahead. my. This will be my star witness. Okay. okay. 
Hey there, man. It's Mike Durban from The Mike Durban Show, which is on the Creative Control Network and Joe's co-host on Get My Go. I think Joe is innocent of the charges against him, and here's a few reasons why. Number two, have you guys ever seen the computer Joe edits and produces from? It's like a 2008 compact laptop with little cat stickers all around the screen. That's true. Even if he wanted to, I highly doubt that piece of junk computer could accomplish what you're accusing him of. And number one, look, while Joe is probably the hardest working podcast producer in the game right now, Mm -hmm. we all know he can get a little bit lazy from time to time. I highly doubt that he would take the extra effort each week to add in those sound effects you've been accusing him of adding. Conan, just last week you asked him if he still adds the Mr. Postman song before the mailbag each week, to which he answered no, with no explanation. (laughs) Laziness. And furthermore, any extra time he would have to spend doing that is time taken away from his other productive endeavors, like reading a Jim Morrison book for the 17th time, or riding that bike that he bought at the start of the lockdown last year. In conclusion, while I think it'd be hilarious if Joe was found guilty and let's say you guys suspended him for a few weeks and you had to get Hughesley to fill in, I firmly believe that Joseph Feeney III is innocent of all charges. And that's a okay, guy I work so with on a regular basis. So I This mean, is from Mike Durbin, a guy who once thought he was going to have a three-way, but his left hand fell asleep. <laughs> let, me put, let me tell you this. This... For the background music, for the cat stickers on the computer, okay? That's fair. He's another guy of ill repute. Yeah. This pretty much was an open and shut case like I said it was. We just went through the formalities and we gave you the luxury because this is a democracy and we have to go through uh, these things. Um, You're guilty, 1,000%. You got mega heat with me. You got mega heat with D.I. Sentencing will be next week. We will decide what it will be, and you will take it, and you will like it. Sounds fair. Not turned out well. Sounds like an honest decision. Does prosecution have any complaints or anything that they want to say? I just want to point out something Durbin did say is that uh, um, when Joe took the mail, the the Mr. Postman edit out, his excuse was, do you remember what the excuse was? Yeah, it had run its course. (laughs) had run its course. (laughs) Right. He just he just determined it had run its course. Right. Okay. So Joe is was so was later on. I, so without later, instruction. Right. Without right, instruction by right. his own admission, by your own by your your star witness, by your own admission, to taking things out of out of the, the show and adding things to the show without any permission whatsoever. By your own admission, you said you had, you had decided it had run its course with no. Did you cut Cody? Did he consultate with you or I? No. No, he just he just decided that it ran its course, which is why I think the evidence is very clear that because you were angry at Conan and me for burying Get My Go, and because he called you JoJo the Philly Twink Boy for years, that based on the the the, the evidence from witness from witness testimony that you did that you have a clear motive that because you're getting back at Conan for doing that that you tried to intentionally bury me and Conan with the edits on the show, I think you just need to admit it. I I admit nothing. And I think you're, oh, you, there's an assumption that I'm a lot more vindictive than I am. I'm not a vindictive person. There's no way I would go out of my way to insult you guys or He's bury the show. He's not vindictive. They just talk about a show that hasn't <laughs> been on the air. That's not on the air anywhere. They still talk shit about them. Right. But anyways, um, here's Next another, week is sentencing. Yeah. Do you, next week is sentencing. You will take it and you will like it. If the, if the listeners want to send some ideas via tweet to oh, me and D.I., no. we're all ears. 
Um, and no, Hughesley will not be hosting. Yeah, show. we're 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 waving the suggestions because what we're doing is for the this this this, this trial is on behalf fans. of you. Yeah, and for the fans, we're we're wondering what you think fair fair uh, punishment right. should be. You know. There's been a lot of Twitter talk about it. There's been a lot of people against me. There's been some in my corner, but not I too many. I think you should put up the verdict is guilty, Joe, so they know. Oh, and here's the other thing. Can you find the opening, the the intro from mm-hmm. November 1st? That was an intro by Jay George, because I think I be, there's another thing there that I wanted to bring up. Okay. The one with Jay George on the intro. Okay, let me see. Nine of keeping it one hon with Conan. <laughs> There you go. The mighty, mighty D.I. No, God, please, no. 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 And Jojo, the Philly entrepreneur. Uh, you're guilty like I've a motherfucker. Even, I've never even heard yeah, that before. Brutal. I don't know what that is. Yeah, brutal. First of all, this is very, the evidence is yeah, very Where's clear. the J. George thing? What do we got here? This is an intro by J. George. And I'm mm-hmm. just remembering, he said something into that that also makes him guilty. Could be evidence. Interesting. Welcome to Keeping It 100 with Conan. Millions and millions of downloads and pound after pound of Iranian tobacco later, we are now chopping it up on Spreaker. Hi, I'm professional wrestler and filmmaker Jay George. You may remember me from my appearances on the Disco List, as well as my work in independent wrestling. As part of my community service, it is a huge honor to be this week's MC. To see for yourself why I'm Conan's favorite wrestler of the modern era, feel free to follow me on Twitter at JGeorgeTheMovie. Hey, why was that left on in there? Instagram at... Leaving in the JGeorgeTheMovie? Uh... I'm Conan's favorite wrestler of the modern era. Why would that be left in there? Oh, I mean, I didn't script that. There's a, there's a portion of the... Of I doubt the... that very highly, <laughs> and you could have edited it out there because you know that not, not to be true. Okay. I allow so. space for improvisation in the intro, and Jay, yes. I'm going to proclaim him guilty for taking that upon himself to say, since he turned right. on me. Well, sensing either either way, sensing next week, be prepared. Big trouble. And I hope that this guy... K100 Vengeance, or what's the guy that... The that, Vigilante. The Vigilante. I wonder if he's in cahoots or friends with the Illumination. Mm. I think somebody, whether it was the Illumination or the Vigilante, got to Chris Jericho, Frankie Kazarian, and Nick Aldis, and somehow managed to make them change their testimony against me. That's what I'm going to... That's what I think. Well, the K100 oh. Hex is real. If you... There's no evidence supporting that. shade on us, you're going to get karma. Nope. Yeah, you, you're saying things that there's no evidence to support is your problem. Well, I'll, I'll enjoy my last week of freedom, and, and I will not be looking forward to next week's sentencing. So I'm going to make the most of my, my last uh, week of free time here and freedom outside of whatever prison you guys are going to place me in. All right. It's well-deserved, by the way. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Conan. What to do. By now, you've probably seen about a thousand gift guides for the holiday season. Yep. Gifts for moms. Gifts for guys. Gifts for your neighbor's cousin's dog. You can study all those gift guides and shop at 10 different places. Or you can start your shopping at Raycon and get a gift everyone will use. Raycon wireless earbuds. Yes, I love these. I was a I was a big fan of the Beats the the Beats by Dre. These uh, earbuds they cost like two hundred bucks. They come in this big case, like about this size. Mm-hmm. The Raycon wireless earbuds are fantastic. Sound quality is tremendous. They're smaller and they come in a nice little travel case that's about maybe the size a little bit bigger than Look, your thumb. I have my here. Yeah, yeah, that you can stick in your pocket wherever you go. Raycons give you amazing audio quality wherever you go, whether you use them to pump up, wind down to work, or work out. I use them to work out. They'd be useful for anyone on your list. Even better for you, they start at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's very important. With their latest model, you get you get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. It's got pure mode, which is for podcast listening, blues instrumental. It's the one I use. The balance mode, which is also for podcasts, let's see rock and heavy metal in the bass mode. Hip-hop, EDM, reggae, stuff like this. If you want to put in a, a, a EDM you know, set online, listen to YouTube while you're doing cardio, the Raycon earbuds are perfect. And they're available in five stylish colors, so you can pick a perfect one for everyone on your list. And with free shipping and returns, gifting is easier than ever. So the holidays are coming up faster than you think, and now is the time to knock out that gift list and avoid the last-minute shipping scramble, especially because right now, my listeners will get 50% off site-wide with code HOLIDAY, H-O-L-I-D-A-Y, at buyraycon.com slash K100. Go to buyraycon.com, that's B-U-I-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash K100, and use the code HOLIDAY today to get 15% off your entire Raycon order. By Raycom.com slash K100. And let me tell you something, and Joe, you probably know better than me. Mm. We've been contacted by about four or five different companies for earbuds, and we all agreed they weren't of the quality that we expected. When we got these, we were all like, bro, these are the ones that we want to pass on to our listeners. So sure. we all listen to this. We all use these. Great quality. And, uh, you know, we're recommending them to everybody, the K100 universe. And a cool thing is, like Disco mentioned, the smaller case for them. You can also charge them right through the case. It has the, it has the charger yep. port right in the back of it. So very convenient. Uh, the sound is excellent. And uh, I, I would highly recommend the Raycon earbuds. So get your Raycon earbuds and start listening to music or podcast. Boom. Yo, we're back with Billy Body's hot news segment. What do you got, Billy? Boom. Yeah, so um, 
I'm, I'm going to run in. I'm going to go into some things in depth, and I'm going to leave like the the smaller stuff for the YouTube show. Right. Um, let's start with um, this is an interesting one. So we'll start with uh, Matt Riddle this week. Right. Um, so Matt Riddle has these. Um, I've talked about these before. They're they're signed twelve by tens that they have on the shows now. Twelve by they, tens, they have, like by, they, like photo, like you go to like, the gimmick table and you get buy pictures. Yeah, sorry, twelve by eights they are. They're bigger. They're bigger than eight by tens. They're twelve by they're twelve by eights. And WWE have been selling them at their shows. They've been getting guys to sign them since um, since Cena was at his peak. So they've been around about 12, 13 years. Well, Matt Riddle has one now, and you may think, why does this why does this matter that Matt Riddle has a signed promo photo at house shows? Well, Matt Riddle has autographed promo photos there. When you have an autographed promo photo, you have a one. 100% conversion rate with being a WWE champion on either Raw or SmackDown. So if he has this thing now, these these photos being sold at shows, and he doesn't be this doesn't become a champion on Raw or SmackDown, he'll be the first ever person to have this to not do it. So what I'm trying to say is usually kind of an indicator. It's, it's kind of an indicator of that who who's going to be a future champion. Much like much of an indicator when they put the guy on the video box that he's coming back to WWE, right? Yeah, like Goldberg yeah, pretty- and Warrior. Yeah. Well, they weren't on the box, yeah. but they were the legends that returned or whatever. Same same thing. Same difference. Yeah, it's a big indicator. It, I mean, it has a 100 percent a 100 percent conversion rate. Often you're a champion first, and then you get these. But there have been instances of you getting these and then becoming the champion afterwards. So, yeah, this this is a big deal, especially to have it now where he is on the card. Uh, it shows that they're hiring him. And, I, and I've been on podcasts with with Disco, with Russo. We're talking, and I've heard uh, podcasts with other guys on that network. We're talking about what a goof this guy is, and and what and what the, and how they've ruined him, and he doesn't know what Vince sees in him or or why Vince is doing it like this. Well, Vince writes for Vince, and Vince does things for Vince, and Vince likes what he's done with Riddle. So, obviously, this character's not dead. And here's the worst part. It got over, so Vince is right. And, you know, he's like, okay, so I'm right. The guy got over. Do you think Do you think it's got over at the level that it's at, or do you think there is a a, a, a way for this to go upwards? Do you, think, do you think he'll be acceptable as a WWF champion? Yes. Yep. Yeah, especially if they put when when they pull the trigger on him and Orton, that's going to take him to another level, I think. With Orton being a heel and Riddle yeah. going on as the baby. Yeah. I, Either way, like where they're going. Either way, yeah. All right. So, um, where are we up to? Okay, so I've got a story here that that I can that I can only do on the. This is not on YouTube, right? This, no, this is exclusively behind your paywall. This is this is I'm asking because this is about COVID. And uh, Hughes, he told me this week he had to bleep out everything I oh, said. Oh, yeah, about. yeah. We won't, we won't put this on YouTube then. Yeah, all right. So you can have this as an exclusive on your show. So okay. Um, okay. when people are talking about um, the WWE talent being vaccinated and now they're almost at 100% vaccination through their roster, with the exception of three guys that I know of, like you guys might know of more because my sources are not really all talent. Uh, I, I don't. I don't speak to every single talent at WWE. In fact, I only speak to six or seven guys, uh, and other and other things come from marketing and um, crew and things like that. So uh, my understanding is three guys are not vaccinated at the moment. That's it, and everybody else is. So the interesting part of this is are that are you going to tell us who the three guys are, or you don't know, or you can't? I spoke about it before. Yeah, Roman, Brock, and AJ. Really, those three? Yeah, yeah. That's the, the three that I know of. There could be more. They, but, uh, yeah, that's the situation at the moment. So, and I'll talk more about that um, next week. 
So when people are looking at these adverse reactions, and there are people um, in the WWE who are into these um, these um, these theories that they don't want to get vaccinated or whatnot, and I and I myself am into that as well. So you may look at people may look at the WWE and think, oh well, we haven't seen anybody get sick, we haven't seen anybody die, and you may think of that as a reason to get yourself vaccinated. Let me tell you what I know and what I actually was sent this week. So the WWE people through their doctors and their and their um, and physios and whatever have 24-7 care and have 24-7 access to um, consultations if they have any adverse effects to any vaccines to the point where the WWE guys have got – this was sent to me this week. These are, these are widely available if you work for the WWE and you're vaccinated. It's called – Anixia, okay? So if you are worried about any adverse effects from the vaccine, you can get Anixia. What Anixia does is, it's, is it basically works as a super aspirin. If you have any kind of serious um, injuries or whatever, this will, this will cause, um, this will prevent, 100% prevent clotting, which is the main adverse effect of the vaccine, which is what these athletes are more likely to get. They're more likely, they're less likely to get uh, myocarditis, even though we have seen that in some um, footballers, uh, which is the which your other main concern, clotting is more common. So this is what your common man is not going to be able to have. If you have an adverse effect to the vaccine or you get some kind of clotting, you're pretty much in in big trouble if you're a normal person, unless you have um, access to advanced healthcare. WWE have adva- have access to advanced healthcare and can get hold of these anytime that they want if they feel like anything's going to happen. So this was sent to me by somebody that works there. Um, I think I'm going to open it up now on the show. You just pop it open and pull the lid off there. I think you should inject it. No, I'm not going to inject it. And yeah, so that that's it there. So that's that's the needle there. And you can just you're supposed to self inject this into your stomach. Are you serious? Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, I just sent this this week. I will say I will show you the tracking. The I had to pay customs on this because how many guys are having side effects? Have have had vaccine side effects here that you know? I don't know. I can't. I can I can only tell you the. This is an example of the level of care that they get that that normal people don't. So if that you want is very people, interesting. Yeah. Back to just just getting back to my point. Um, as I said, I'm not trying to push one thing or another. I'm not vaccinated, but if you're thinking. If you're one of these people going and you're watching WWE and you know that they're all vaccinated and you're using this as a reason to say, well, this guy's fine and this guy's fine and this guy's fine and this athlete's fine and this sports team or whatever, um, there are levels of protection given to these people. Like, you know, an athlete's not going to die from the vaccine. Um, a, w, a WWE guy isn't going to die from a from the vaccine. They have 24-7 protection. And this, as I said, this is something that's being offered. Uh, you can look it up. It's called... Anixia, um, I-N-H-I-X-A, and this is sent to me by a WWE employee this week. Lucky I got it in time for today because I really wanted to talk about that. Uh, all right, so a um, couple more things and then I'll, and then I'll go. Um, Kevin Owens uh, out of contract the day before the next WWE pay-per-view, not Survivor Series, but the one after that, which is called Day One. Yeah, the New, uh, New Year's Day, is it? Or something like yeah. that? Real close? Okay. Yeah, day One. It's They're called. having a the, the way, way timeout. They're running on New Year's Day? Yeah, New Year's Day paid. What? Head-to-head yeah. head with college football bowl games? They're going to get destroyed. I think I read... I mean, what uh, on earth are they doing? That's not a, You don't touch yeah, that market. That is, well, <laughs> January 1st is like New Year's Day. Is college. That, that's, that's the day for college football games from, from t- you know, 10 o'clock you know in the what? morning. They probably, till, got till, a, till, 
but they probably got a lot of people that don't watch college football. You Good know, point. this is. I, I'm aware of that, but you're their, going up against the Fiesta Bowl, which you're, is one of the highest rate. You know, I'm with you. <laughs> That's I think, crazy. I think I read, uh, Billy, that, that starting to run that day one pay-per-view and focusing less on the Survivor Series was like a Kevin Dunn initiative. I don't know if that's true or not. I, th- I think your Survivor Series focus kind of um, dis- kind of disintegrated when The Rock wasn't doing the show. I mean, they're still doing The Rock 25 and all that stuff. And I see a lot of people saying, oh, he's going to turn up, he's going to turn up. Like, I don't know anything about that. Um, if that if he turns up on Sunday uh, at the worst promoted pay-per-view of the year, uh, then that would be shocking to me and everybody that I talk to and, and every wrestler. So I, I don't know anything about that. Um, mm. And but I, and I also don't know about them initially uh, originally pushing this pay-per-view stronger than Survivor Series. What I do know is they have a lot of established number one contenders waiting to get a title shot, which is weird because no one gets their title shot at this pay-per-view, and you've done away with the TLC pay-per-view. So after Survivor Series, you then have a, a six-week gap which should be a six-week build to a pay-per-view, but we know that they don't build pay-per-view. They don't start talking about... But that's one thing AEW does do better than this, better than them. I wasn't particularly impressed with the AEW pay-per-view this week. I know a lot of people were, but for me, it's just too long. It's it's I can't critique... That was and the main thing. It was too long, but the matches were good. It's way too long. And every match, bro, we checked this. Every match was at least 18 minutes. That's just too long. But I also think, and I was... I don't, I don't remember if Disco agreed with me or not. I just think that to them, pay-per-view is really for their hardcore fans, you know, and then they like long matches, you know. But you're also going to turn away casuals, so you got to find a happy balance. You just can't be catering just to them, I feel. It, it's, I, don't, I think it's a little bit more – I, I wouldn't consider myself to be casual, but the fact is, is when I'm not getting that – well, what distinguishes one 18-minute match from the other? It's like every, every everybody kicks out on on two point right. nine, and yep. and it's it's the same thing from from start to finish. Like it doesn't one match doesn't one match is more special than the other. I mean, it, there's almost I said last week um, there's there, I see a room for someone like Arusso, Arusso's type of booking in certain segments of the show. Here I see room for. Street bites. There, there was there was street bites in there, uh, and and there wasn't a cage match in particular. But without differentiating the matches, you can't go eighteen minutes eight times. Like you can't because what I saw was eight eight decent matches. Some were better than the other. But yeah, it, it almost bro, bro. That happened to me too when I used to go to. Uh, I went. I once went to the show. I had to actually go disguised because they wouldn't let me in. Uh, to the Arena Mexico, which was our competition in Mexico. And I just wanted to see what, what their crowds were like, what their ambience was like, what their show was all about, because they're so different. Their thinking is way different than ours. To make a long story short, bro, it looked like one long match. Like like six the six matches put together, you know, like one long match. That's kind of what it looked like. And I was like, wow, this is fucking boring. And then, like, I remember when I went to PWG, a couple of times who had the best athletes in the world, had really cool gimmicks. Uh, it's a it's a, a great place for creativity. Bro, like by, by half the show, I was already like, what would be the word popped out? Like I had no more pops left in me. There, I was just like, I was just, just like tired, you know? And I was like, yeah. fuck, and there's still like three more matches. You know, there's a certain thing as fatigue. You know, you got to space out the matches, space out the show, not make them be the same repetitive. You know what I'm saying? And they're still figuring that out. But that's one of my main problems. That sh- that paper was just too long, even though the matches were good. And that's what happened with the two friends I was watching it with. By about the middle of the 
of the women's title match, they went, all right, I've seen, you know, I've seen a right. lot. I've seen enough. Let's go out. Yeah, and even if something's good by that point, Joe, you're kind of You're tired. numb. You're numb, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's a good yeah. point, Billy. By the time, like, Omega and Hangman need to go out there, they need to be killing each other to get right. you, to, to, get you right. to react to it again. Yeah, there, there's nothing. I mean, Punk and Kingston did a decent job to dif- differentiate, which they that that stood out in the, um, you know six matches in. But then after that, still back to the same. And then, well, but yesterday at least it looked like Punk and MJF might be doing something. So I was like, okay, this might be interesting. But I would also like to say that Sheeta, no, what's her name, Nyla Rose, and I'm sure you you'll like this um, statistic, and so will Glenn. Just tied Sheeta for most victories for a woman in the AEW. What an incredible! Uh, what an incredible! Yeah, incredible accomplishment. Oh, are they yeah. going to give her the trophy? Does she I get, have does she get they're a trophy? Giving her the 50th win trophy. Oh, are you a fan of that, Billy? 50th. Every, <laughs> when you win 50, when you have 50 wins, they give you a trophy. I, I think they booked themselves into a corner with the win loss records in the first place. I, I think when you when you got to have like Butcher and the Blade coming out there. They're nine and one in 2021. We haven't seen them win a match on Dynamite. So. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Yeah. You're, you're, and, you're, you're trying too hard to like to establish something you didn't need to establish. Right. Right. And it and almost like here's another problem that I have. I'm a mega big fan because I grew up like with New Japan wrestling. I'm and I'm talking about the 90s. Okay. So I'm a big fan from way back then. So I really like that style. But. When you see Ishii, who's the guy they had yesterday, and the guy that was before him, Suzuki, and you're a hardcore fan, yeah, you might be popping, but a casual fan's got to be thinking, who the fuck are these old guys, and why are they, why are they so popular? Because they're not, they're not doing strong style. You know what I'm saying? They're not doing anything that you would go, holy shit, if you're not a hardcore fan. Do you feel that? Yeah. I, I, I don't react to them at all. I don't know who they are. And... Right. Yeah, I've I've, ne- I've never ventured into Japan or, or Ring of Honor or anything like that. So, well, they they book for their echo chamber. I mean, that's obvious. You know, I mean, come on, I, I, we love Jay Lethal, right? But he's coming off Ring of Honor and everything, and like, dude, it's like you're 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 in the main event on their on their show, your first match in the company here. Yeah, but like, he's a big know, deal on. to that fan base. I, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, but you would not logically say, hey, we need to get well, a lot. Maybe a lot of people. These, Maybe a lot of our fans don't know Jay because not a lot of people watch Ring of Honor. Let's give him a couple. You know, let's let's 1, introduce him right. You know, so yeah. yeah. But instead, they just like Jay Lethal's here. The, the the and the funny thing they always reference. Oh, you heard you should have heard that crowd. It's like yeah, bro. These are like the hardest of the hardcore fans that are actually the ones that are actually going to the shows. They know all these people. I think you know? the majority because so, I saw some screenshots. The majority of the uh, internet wrestling uh, reporters, like your Saps and uh, you know. Um, Kellers and whatnot were at the pay per view. They all flew in for it, so they're all in the crowd popping. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're like they're the biggest marks of, of all. You know, it's like they're, they're the Uber. Like they're so into no, no, it, they no. cover There's it every no day. No bigger like, marks than the boys themselves. That, <laughs> yeah, well, that's, true. <laughs> yeah. that's true. You got anything? What are, you got anything else, Billy? Yeah. So, Joe, you didn't. You got it. Oh, but this one, you definitely got a text from me, and I talked about it on the show anyway. So. Uh, about the Charlotte situation, when I read out two texts from sources, they yes. got about heat, by the way that that's shoot heat they, the two of them have. Yeah, no, Char- about Charlotte, yeah. Well, no, yeah. they were talking about how Charlotte has heat and how she stands up for the women. If you recall, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. right, right, right that one, yeah. As she's seen as a representation, and Becky kind of just keeps it even keel and 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 seen as one of the boys. Well, did you see the interview this week? 
on yeah. on BT. But with Becky, with Charlotte, the Charlotte one, not the not no, the area. Oh, the one she's like, come and get it or whatever. Yeah, this this will oh, kind she's of with Ariel. Ariel interviewed her. No, that Ariel interviewed Becky. Yeah. Okay. But this is this is a clip from the Charlotte one. I hope it. Hope you can hear it from my phone. Hold on. How are you keeping yourself motivated? I didn't come this far to come this far. Uh, there's a reason I've been on top since 2015. It wasn't handed. It, it wasn't handed to me. It wasn't given to me. It just didn't fall into my lap. Because I'm always hungry. I'm always motivated. I always want more. I always want to be better. I always want to be the best. Do you find that I don't want to say props people for the wrong way, but you're dominant and because you're so sitting here opposite you, you're so confident as well. Yes, it obviously does rub people the wrong way. Um, but if I was a man, would it rub people the wrong way? I mean, no one ever looks at a man and goes, why does he want to be the world champion again? Well, he's been on top all these years. Is it because I'm a woman? Because I've done it all? Because we have a smaller division? Why? I'm sp- What, Charlotte's difficult? Why is it because I, stood, cause I, vote, I stand up for what I believe in? That makes me difficult. But if I was a man, I'd have big balls, right? No. I know how good I am, man or woman. I'm the best. I love how this women's division is really just changing the game, by the way. Like, I really love it. No, but really, is it because I'm a woman? That's what... So, I'm just supposed to come this far to come this far and be like, all right, yep, take my spot. All these years of hard work, please, just take it. No, if you're going to take it, take it. Yeah, so... This... I. So, you can see that's not, like, just selling the match or anything like that. That's a genuine... Her issue is with the men. Like I like I told you it was like when I when I got the text through that what everything that I was told, I think is like now proven to be correct. Her issue is with the men and the men's issue is with her. Like so Well bro, there's always been it's like you got a lot of guys there that have been around this business for a very long time, right? And it, you know, we just come from like like the, the people that would probably have issues with this are people from the old school culture. There was just always a culture that this is just, you know, the men are the A1 personalities and the women are there. And they're, they're, they're there to provide, like, even though they were getting good numbers, it's like they were always kind of viewed as like, you know, well, well they're, we're putting them on TV because they look good and they're, they're hot. You know what I'm saying? It's like kind of like, like, like the thing. It's like, and that's changed over the years because there was only just a handful of women on the show. It's like now this woman's revolution, like there's, there's a lot of them on the card and a lot of them on the show. You know, every show, you know, and it's just like you just you, there's, there's still that, that kind of like that old school culture is like, you know, it's like, why are they, you know, why, why are they hiring the like, why is Sasha and Bailey a main event on a show? Right. And just like because but the, you just bro, because you just you're from the culture, the way we were brought up, it was just a more of a male dominated sport. Not to say that the, that's correct or anything, but that's you can see where the problems come from, you know, like like it's very difficult for the men. A lot of them to look at themselves and say, "Like, well, wait, we're we're supposed to look at the women that are are on par with us." But Billy, a- so is her problem with men like wrestlers or the men executives in WWE? Um, she's got heat with the she's got heat with the wrestlers. Like, so I mean, as I found the text I sent all you guys. So now you've seen that clip because um, I, I have seen some comments on YouTube saying that I make shit up apparently. But I sent Conan, Disco, and Joe a text uh, three weeks ago. And that is three weeks before that interview where I said, uh, true. Yeah. And and the text is again, I'll read it again. I don't hate Charlotte at all because I see what she's trying to do. She's being what Taker was a few years back. That's just what happened in that interview there. 
She's definitely hated by a lot of people, mostly the boys, but not really the girls. She's seen as a divisive figure in the locker room as she's always arguing for the women like she just did. Separately, like it's girls versus boys. This gets her over with the girls, but hated by the boys. There have been multiple times where she's pushed and succeeded in working with lower talent. Becky is different. She's more like one of the boys, but that's not to say she falls out with the girls. She just gets on with everybody. Charlotte will fight her fight and everyone else's when it comes to the women. This is three weeks before the interview I sent you guys that text. Yeah. So who's making shit up? I'm not. So yeah. uh, one, okay. one, thing, one thing I'll add is that that Becky Charlotte situation, uh, it seems like they're doing a really good job of making you look forward to the match. And it seems kind of like preconceived that they're doing it. It's not actually a lot. It's just a coincidence. A lot of the stuff that's been said, especially if you watch Ariel's thing, where Becky buries Ric Flair and says that he's now become so irrelevant that he's trying to like. Uh, well, well, yeah, there, there's a lot of shit going on here because Flair just started his podcast with Madden. He went on the that, on the air. It was, like, it was like the number one podcast and like like number fifteen in all sports. It's like this has got a lot of play, and Flair now is feuding with Becky on Twitter. What, what's the <laughs> what's that phrase like? Where there's a there's a word for it, but it's popped out of my head when the boys. Gather around the back to watch the a match on a monitor. Is curtain sell, curtain sell out. Oh, mo- monitor sell out. Monitor Sold sell out, out the curtain. Sold out the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. curtain that's, sell, that's, yeah. that's what's happening here. Uh, everybody is internally interested in seniors because they don't even know who's going to go over, or who's going to want to put the other one over. This is all got really it's like Brett and Sean. This is Sean, like a modern say- day Brett and Sean, but it's with the girls. You know, <laughs> right. it's not, and, yeah. it's not, and it's not bullshit, and it's not a fake sell. Right. From my understanding, when is this match? Is this when is this match? Sunday. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's the only match I care about, and it's and it's not. Um, and that's because I know what they know, which is like they actually really don't like each other, and the WWE are not asking them to go out and do this. Either they are doing it themselves, and they've arranged it between the two of them, and no one else knows, or this is a really big problem they need to they need to fix on Sunday. I'm tweeting this out right now. Becky Charlotte is Brett Sean. Yeah. But who's who? Um, whoever gets beat up is going to be uh, sh- is going to be Sean, and whoever beats the other one up is going to be Brett. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if they end up getting in a fist fight with each other backstage, <laughs> so uh, you got anything else? That's good no, stuff that's today. The la- that's the last thing. Yeah. Well, that was okay. good stuff. Yeah. Uh, anything in closing, Billy? Where can we find you? Um, yeah. So my my Twitter account for for wrestling is at Billy K one hundred. My name's spelled B I L L I, and then it's K one hundred. Uh, my Twitter account for gambling is at SGP Soccer. And to get more of my content, it's lockbetting.com. Um, he landed the biggest bet in the history of the service, which was 10 units on teams to qualify for the World Cup. We picked five teams uh, in a five-team parlay. Uh, now, that sounds really easy, but had I got that even marginally wrong, had I got Italy to win their group or Portugal to win their group in the parlay, we would have lost the biggest bet of all time. That's that's the skill. I didn't like Italy to win the group. I didn't like Portugal. These teams are, yeah, Italy won the Euros, but Portugal and Italy are are known for being inconsistent in qualifying. And now Italy and Portugal have to go through a ridiculous qualifying campaign. I don't know if you're aware of what happens here, but there's 12 teams that go into European qualifying and three of them have to win a mini tournament with like four teams. So it's four and four and four. So for Italy or Portugal to actually even to even be at the World Cup, they have to win two more games. And the last game, they'll, they'll be seeded in the first game. The second game they play, 
which is ultimately the playoff final for their section, can be an away game because it would be drawn out of a hat. So they could end up somewhere horrible like uh, like Russia or Sweden, like, right, like yeah. somewhere difficult they don't want to play at. So, yeah, this is really interesting to see if they both make it. Did you see highlights or any of uh, the game between um, Spain and Sweden? Uh, what, the 1-0? The, the yeah. Uh, I haven't seen. I, I saw a goal. I haven't seen. I seen goals. I haven't seen. Highlights. Yeah, that was a good game. I saw that one. I I doubt you saw this, but I'm watching it because we're in the same conference for the World Cup. Did you see United States? United States beat Mexico. No, I didn't. I didn't watch that. I watched, yeah, I watched this week. That. I watched. I watched, I watched the nil nil between uh, Brazil and Argentina because we had the under on that this right. week. Like we we did we did we had a really good week in in the World Cup in the World Cup. Well, like a, let me just tell you too, like people that are interested in the lockbetting.com, like you got different packages. If you if you don't want to, if you just want to introduce yourself to Billy Service, get the podcast package where because like he, you know, he does a lot of soccer podcasts on the Premier League, the um, at, at Syria, all the World Cup qualifiers, Champions League, and everything. And if you just got that podcast and just bet his locks. Uh, just, just straight from the soccer stuff, I think. You, I mean, you, you'd, you'd be doing great. You know what I'm saying? You can do the lockbetting.com, but if you just want to introduce yourself, how much is the podcast package, Billy? $15 a month. $15. Just, just, I'm just saying, if you're a soccer fan, if you're not even that much of a soccer fan, you just listen to the podcast and, and he'll make you a fan and you'll learn as, as, so much about the teams to just, you know, I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's easy money. Like, like the, the way you're doing it, what you're doing in the soccer, like the soccer locks are, the, the, those are the bread and butter plays. So, in my opinion, so. Yeah, thanks for that. Appreciate it. Cool. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give you. An, I'll slip you a free month or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. If you just put the soccer locks, you'd be making. Man, I don't. You'd be doing well every every month. You know. Yeah, that's the soccer locks. That I, I everything's tracked. So, soccer locks this season are eleven and three EPL, eleven and three Italy uh, Serie A, uh, eight and two across the World Cup qualifiers. Ten and three Champions League and ten and four across that yeah. European. Those are great numbers. <laughs> I think it's, it's ridiculous. You yeah, guys are both yeah. convincing me. So and a lock is yeah. a one unit bet. So if you just want to bet a hundred bucks in a game, just one you know, each just just throw it on there and at the end of the like you'll see that's like seven eight hundred dollar profits. For, for Let me each, ask you a question, Disco. League, so. Yeah. Did that last thing that Joe said sound genuine to you? No, he's a okay. The same thing he did on Twitter. We tried to add our names at the end, trying to but right. bro. It just comes off as disingenuous, you and Cody. So I am a maybe very you need to tag genuine, up with him. genuine person. We were I laughing. What I feel. Billy, <laughs> Billy, we were laughing about this because I don't know if you saw this. Did you see? Did you see on the paper? Did you you saw the paper? You told me right. Yep. <laughs> did you see when poor Cody, where he gave the disabled kid his weight belt? Yeah, yeah. And then he got in the ring and he still got booed. Wait a minute. Yeah, he he won't he he won't get shit. Like they they've decided on him. Right. Not, yeah. Hey, right. That was my point, bro. It doesn't matter what you do, they're gonna boo you. So don't right. try it. anything because it ain't gonna look it ain't gonna no, look it, genuine if it is. And it's like if you're gonna do pull stuff like that to try right. to get us to cheer you, it's like we're booing to boo you even harder. You know? uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god! You gotta love right. the heads. All right. So, did you do all your plugs, Billy? Yeah, yeah, that's enough for me. Yeah, that's okay. Cool, cool man. Awesome. Well, thank you. And, and one last thing. And where's Billy's YouTube channel, Joe? His show is the Wrestling Informer. It's under uh, Keep It in One Hundred official YouTube. Comes out every week. Okay, go check that out. And thank you, Billy, for the hot new segment. Boom. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Conan, have you been betting on any of the uh, football games? I have been. Yeah. What, what have you been like? Who have you been winning on? Um, well, I was winning with the Chargers, but um, uh, uh, Green Bay. Well, do you feel like the last one out when it comes to sports betting? And do you, don't you know where to start? It's like you understand where the market is moving, what smart bets are out there, and have some fun listening while you're at it. BetQL Daily, I've used this service in the past, sponsored by FanDuel, is the must-listen show for sports bettors and sports fans alike. So BetQL, like they go over like the analytics, you know, the the, the trends and stuff, everything like like for a sports betting show for information, it's tremendous. Hosts Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth serve Wagertainment, the sports talk you love with the betting insights you need each weekday. Find out where the market is moving across all the week's biggest sporting events. And if you missed out on earlier games, BetQL Daily has you covered there too with recaps of some of the biggest recent moments in sports. If you're not sure where to start with sports betting, start with BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel. Listen weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern, on Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Spotify, or your favorite uh, podcast app. Um, Great podcast. I've been listening to them. Great information. Great trends. Uh, If you're a sports better, you need to listen to this podcast. It's not that long, and the information is tremendous. There you go. You know, D.I., he spends a lot of time uh, uh, placing down bets and stuff. So do I, not as much as Glenn, so he's better versed in this. And if he's telling you these guys are good, you better believe it. Boom. BetQL Daily. B-E-T-Q-L Daily. Holloway's getting better and better, it seems like, right? Yeah. So, but let me just, there was one match before that, too, that I just want to say something real quick, because it was a quick match. They had this Brazilian guy, Marcos Ruggiero de Lima or something like that. Yeah, de Lima. Yeah, because yeah. Ben Rothwell. Bro, he just went in there, bro, and he went up. He was all over Ben Rothwell like rotten teeth on a Somali. I mean, he threw mm. a whole bunch of shots. But you know, have you ever seen like when the referee stops it and then the like the rest, like the the guy still like wrestling, like he still mm. right. Know, yeah, he still thinks well, he's. He still right. thinks the fight's going on. Right? Yeah, that's what kind of happened to him. But when they showed in replay, 
He threw like 10 punches, but only two or three really hit him. And I kind of thought the referee could have let it go a little bit longer. But, you know, of course, they're trying to get the, 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 the fighter safety. But, bro, this guy came in there and just beat the fuck out of him in less than a minute. Very impressive. Um, and then, of course, number one ranked, uh, you know, Hawaiian Max Holloway. What It is what it is against a Jair El Pantera Rodriguez from Parral, Chihuahua. Say that, say that again. Jair El Pantera Rodriguez. From, from where? Parral, Chihuahua. Boom. We're going to make Klein Rock say that. <laughs> Next time he comes on the show. Anyways, Jair took the first round and doing basically what Poirier did to Connery was just destroying his calf, destroying his leg. He took that first round. He really... He took round one, and he might have even taken round two. But after that, Holloway took rounds three through five. Yair fought back, but he was too skilled. He was too strong. You know, he was too good. And they were both classy afterwards and put each other over. And Max basically called out uh, Conor McGregor. Wow. Mm. What do you Everybody's think of Conor? Conor's got a, Conor can fight anybody coming up. Bro, did you see the thing between him and Chael Sonnen? No. Yeah, which Shell called him a little. Yeah, he's getting. He's a weirdo. Bro, Connor, let me tell you something. Oh yeah, he called him both like of a. Those guys, yeah, yeah. Both of those guys have great game. Right. Like Connor's Twitter game is pretty solid. He's a good right. troll, you know. So so is Shell. Shell's right. tremendous. Like he's, yeah. you know, especially on his. But Shell trolls a lot on his on his YouTube. YouTube. Uh, yeah, his YouTube's great. Yeah. So so yeah. So he's yeah. That that's a good feud. That's yeah. a good feud because they're just providing more content for Shell to talk about Connor. Yeah, two of the you know, best talkers, too. You oh, think he's far. still, uh, Connor, still as big as a uh, draw after all these losses, though? Absolutely. Still? Yes. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But, bro, because here's what he does. Well, how he many brings... times can he lose with till people finally matter. go? Never? It's, it's the same thing with Nate Diaz. It's just these guys but have Nate the promotional fights, part of the fight. Nate bro, fights they have full. The Nate doesn't get game. his ass beat. Connor's gotten his they ass beat, the, you know? They have the promotion part of the game down to a T, though. Right. It's like when Conor McGregor's fighting, it's like Conor Week, Conor Month, you know, Conor Nate Day. Bro, these guys are constantly tweeting, talking, interviews. Provide they're entertaining us before the fight ever happens. That's what that's what made Conor McGregor knocking out Al, knocking out Aldo. Mm-hmm. Okay, in thirteen seconds, beating Eddie Alvarez. He was the, that's it. He fighting was the main man. He's a two first time two division belt winner. So he's got that. Rap to do you know, he's got that in his in his toolbox to bring up. He was the first ever champ, champ. You know, then just bro, he's, he's and he's got the rap to back it up. And he's a good fighter. He's not. He's not a. As bum, long as you can talk you know, shit, bro. You're right. you know, and you're willing to fight. People are gonna pay to see you. Perfect. And he's 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 a, he came, he's, a, he's entertaining. How he, yeah. How did he come back from from um? How did he come back from from uh from Khabib? He beat All the right? shit out of uh Cowboy. Cowboy, yeah, right, and in quick fashion. Yep, and a, with the shoulder strike. It was like you know, and everybody knew he was going to win that fight. I don't think it was ever in doubt. He was like a two hundred favorite, two. He was a decent sized favorite, but it did in spectacular fashion. Bro, Connor can do that. There's so many fights he can pick right now, where he knows, okay, I can beat this guy. I can beat this guy. I can beat that to get me right. He'll he'll pick a fight. It'll be a good one. Against a decent guy that he knows he can beat, and he'll bring the rap, and he'll like he'll immediately be a big star again. But don't what? you think That's exactly he... what's going to happen to Connor? He's just he's just a great. Well, Muhammad Ali lost a lot at the end. Muhammad Ali, no, not at the end. 
You know, Muhammad Ali, he lost to uh, Frazier. When he lost uh, to losing, didn't really diminish him. Mm-hmm. He still talked shit. You know, like we, we, we you, you gauge Connor. Here's, here's the problem is we gauge Connor by you know, the, the purist by his record. He'll never be in the same categories as Khabib. He'll never be in the same category as George St. Pierre. But the guy was the highest paid athlete on the planet Earth last year. Right. You know, he's got that. So, so it's like, you know, the guy's bringing something that, that you he's know, is still easy. very interesting, but he yes. has lost a lot of luster. He has what lost a lot of luster, but I don't think he's lost a lot. Like a perfect example, see, he's a stock, right? It's like his stock had a bad day at the market. Mm-hmm. You know, say his stock hasn't gradually gone down and everything. And so coming out of like, like immediately after losing to Khabib, his stock dropped, you know, to drop. But then he came back against Steve when it went up. Both Connor's a great stock. He'll, that he'll, rematch. he'll rise and fall based on the results, but it's always going to be a strong stock. They should have yep. been able you know? to put that rematch together because after the post-fight brawl and all that shit, I think people wanted it, but it never happened. Yeah, but Khabib's got nothing. Khabib, no, he Khabib beat, him beat again. everybody. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, there's nobody left for him to fight. What do you think like, about like, th- this weekend with uh, Misha Tate? You think she's got a shot? Keep keep her winning streak going. Yeah, she does. I'm not, I'm not, this is a card I'm not interested. I'm yeah, not there's not that much crazy shit coming up for UFC. Had those two great cards two weeks in a row. Now it's kind of faltered a little. Uh, is there you know, one coming up? There is one coming up. Well, December up. was supposed yeah, to be December, uh, yeah. Masvidal and Edwards, but they took that fight off because uh, Masvidal got hurt, and supposedly Leon Edwards called him out because Masvidal supposedly he heard wasn't training hard and was fat. Oh. Like wasn't in shape, and that's why he called off the fight. He's claiming injuries and stuff, you know, and so so he's pissed. Yeah. But Leon Edwards wants to fight with 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 uh with what you would call it with um what Toby. I kill unbelievable. He wants to fight with he wants to fight with Usman, right? The I kill everybody guy wants to fight him. Yeah, his name? Well, Cosmo wants to fight. He anybody. wants to fight everybody. Yeah. <laughs> What's the fight everybody? Fight I killed everybody. Like, when you got a I'd guy, I'd like to see a fight between Hazmat and Kiwi, <laughs> or Kiwi's wife, or Kiwi or whatever. Oh yeah. boy, yeah. <laughs> no, but Cosmat uh, supposedly they're finalizing a fight between him and uh, Gilbert Burns in January, which will yeah. be the great litmus test for him because he needs to fight a, one of the, one of the top five guys, you know, and see how he does. And like you know, here's here's honestly, December. I, Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I don't think you know Usman. You know. Usman's fought Masvidal twice and beat him twice. Yeah, he's looking pretty unbeatable. Usman's fought Colby Covington twice and beat him twice. Usman beat Leon a while back, but like you know, if you're Leon, you're like, hey, I've had nine straight wins. I want my shot. But if like you're Usman, it's like, do I get, need to keep going to this well? Mm. I mean, how many times I got to beat guys again? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so plus he's the not other thing, right. the other thing, Leon's not big money either. No, he's not. And plus two, Leon's is funny too. If you want to talk about like a stock, like. The Leon Edwards fight, round one through four, and the Nate Diaz fight, his stock was rising, 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 rising. And then the fifth round, Nate tagged him, almost talked about and his stock just plummeted. You know, in one, one, in one minute, Leon Edwards fought for 24 straight great minutes against Nate Diaz, lost the last minute of the fight, still won the fight decisively, but nobody wants to see him against Usman. Right. You know, it's, it's like, like Nate Diaz like ruined his stock. With that one shot, we almost knocked the guy out, you know. And it's true. I'm not interested. There. Like, like, and he's Uzo, also boring. He's not an entertaining guy. He's not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's a typical British, you know, uh, the British proper. He's not like he's not British, like, like, like the way Fury brings the, the trash talk, right? You know, you got to bring trash talk, bro. That's what people want to see. Well, here's the December um, card to go over it real quick. It's Oliver versus uh, Poirier, Nunez that's versus going to be good. Nunez versus Juliana Pena. That'll be good. Uh, Russell Westbrook is back in the cut. Jeff Neal versus Santiago Ponzinibbio. Uh, Garbrandt against Kai Kara France. And uh, Sean O'Malley versus Raleigh and uh, Pava. 
That's the main card. Oh, Sean, o- Sean o- O'Malley's fighting again, huh? Yep. Yeah. He's having a hard time finding fights. Like against quality competition. Who's the know? kid? Do you know off the top of your head? They want to. They want to try to use him as or market him as the next con, or he just want to fight on a card. I'm trying to find it. Obviously, he's young Irish kid. Oh, Patty, Patty the Batty. Yeah, Patty. Yeah, Patty the Batty. Keep an eye on him. Yep. Yeah, 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 for sure. What, what, what division does he fight in? By the way, look up Patty the Batty. Fight at what division? What, 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 what weight class he fights at? Because they got like they got Islam, Patty Pimplet, and Patty the Batty are three up and coming stars that could could make some noise. Oh, he's British. Know? I thought he was yeah. Irish. He uh, yeah. let me see, five ten, lightweight. He's a light. Wow, he's a lightweight. Too interesting. Yeah. Um, right in there with the Islam and Connor and Chandler and Gaethje and Oliveira and Poirier and uh, what's this guy's name? Isn't there a uh, uh, D- B- Benil D- Darush is, is he a middleweight or light? He's a middleweight that guy. Darush, he's another guy that like been impressive and hasn't really gotten any good fights. You know. Yep. Um. So, all right. Did you all watch right. any? What you what you think? Of, did you watch football this weekend, Conan? Of course, every weekend. All right. Let's go over this the scores at uh. Let's tally up the scores here and see what was interesting. Uh, very interesting. The first start off on Thursday were uh. Miami beat Baltimore. That yeah. was kind of a flat spot for Baltimore, but but Baltimore did not look good. Um, I actually thought the Falcons. Could you believe that pass game. he gave to the lineman where he landed on his head? Yep. So uh, the Cowboys beat the Falcons by forty points, and I thought the Falcons going to show up. That came out. That was my one of my worst bets. What ever made. the hell happened? Bro? Listen, remember we talk about okay. This is another week of slaughters, right? Cowboys by forty, Patriots by thirty-eight, Bills by twenty-eight. Um, Washington upset the Bucks. That was a shock because, like the you know, the Bucks have like a great passing defense. Uh, a, a, you know, good, good, the best passing offense in the league against one of the worst passing defenses, and Brady stunk. Um, also, Bro, Matt Ryan was nine for twenty-one. Yeah, terrible. I don't know Two what interceptions. happened. They, 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 I don't know what it, they were down. They were down seven nothing. They had the ball on the thirty-one yard line, fourth and seven, and they went for it instead of kicking a field goal with, with a kicker that's like. 14 out of 15 field goals this year. It's ridiculous. The Panthers blew out the Cardinals. That was a surprise. Um, the Eagles blew out the Broncos after the Broncos blew out the Cowboys the week before, and the Chiefs blew out the Raiders, and the Packers shut out the, the Seahawks. Well, there's been some shitty games this year. There's a lot of blowouts every every week. You know, Have you noticed that? Yep. It's like, like the, the difference between the top and the bottom in this league is, like, glaring, you know? The 49ers, the Monday night game. Yeah. It's, it's all these kind of my... Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine, ten games had ten points or more. Uh, 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 were, were ten points or more blowouts? Yeah, and I watched the Jags game, and they hung in there with the Colts. I mean, because their, def- yeah, their defense is playing better. In the second half, the defense showed up, and they had the ball. Fucking Lawrence won a fumble with like fifty seconds left. They had a shot. You know, yeah. they. they they, they got the defense. They they got to do something with the wide receivers, bro. It's like yeah. they, you know, they ain't showing up to play. No, nah, they well, they got a lot of injury. They they're always getting. Yeah. They lost DJ the running Sharp. Back they is lost hurt. Travis Etienne. Etienne. James Robinson was playing hurt, but he scored. You know, so so whatever. I don't, you know, they're, they're they're an irrelevant team this year. They might be something next year, but we'll see. So, but uh, this week I'm looking forward to what are the games I like this week. Uh, there's an interesting game on Thursday night: the Falcons and the Patriots. That, that two teams coming off. Falcons are coming off a team a game where they got blown out, and Patriots are coming off a game where they blew somebody out. Where's it at? Like most, it's at Atlanta. Most people, the New England's like a seven point favorite. I mean, I I think people would assume that 
the, the Falcons just going to get killed. But this is a game where like you, your teams regress to the norm and bounce back. So I, I'm looking for the Falcons to play that close. Uh, Colts and Bills is a good game. Ravens, Bears, nah. Lions, Browns, eh. Texas Titans, eh. Packers, Vikings. The Packers are like like 17 and 6 against the spread the past two years, or some ridiculous number like that. Um, or 19 and 6. So some it's it's crazy. Uh, Dolphins, Jets, not interested. Saints, Eagles, not interested. Washington versus Panthers, not interested. You think well, it's a safe? Forty Jaguars, not interested. Is it a safe play to play Kamara this week? He's coming back. Yeah, okay. for sure. All right. Always play Kamara. Yep. 49ers, Jaguars, not interested. Bengals, Raiders, eh, a little bit interested. Uh, the game of the week, it looks like, is the Cowboys and the Chiefs. Or unless uh, the Cardinals and the Seahawks with... Um, is Kyler Murray back? Kyler Murray, played, yeah, I'm assuming he's going to be back. It's his decision to play, and uh, the coach that he's looking pretty good out there. All right? yeah. uh, Steelers, They're not the Chargers, same without him. No, nah, this is the Steelers and Chargers playoff implications. Monday night is Giants and Bucks. I'm looking for the Bucks to bounce back big against the Giants after that embarrassing loss. All right, that's been football. Enjoy the rest of the show. Boom. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp online therapy you can check them out at betterhelp.com conan so the best way to think about therapy is through a bunch of analogies like for instance we get our cars tuned up to prevent bigger issues down the road like you know you can see something coming a million miles away right we get annual checkups and go to the gym to maintain physical wellness and prevent injury and disease and we do chores regularly to avoid a giant mess of a house and like roaches and stuff and everything, you know? But going to therapy is kind of like all of these, you know? It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the road. And it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It means you're invent- investing in yourself to keep your mind healthy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not your mind? So this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Keep It at 100 with Conan listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Conan. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash K-O-N-A-N. And it's, you know, for people with issues or you get, you're feeling down, you don't know what's wrong with you, you're feeling uneasy. Better help is the way to go. And sometimes when you're having emotional, psychological issues and you want to talk to a professional, you want to vent, you want to get feedback, you want to get help, you know, and that's the, the these are the type of people you want to call. They're trained in helping in whatever problem you may have, you know. Mental health issues are a real thing. As I've said before, I suffer from it. So it's something that, that we have to really take seriously. That used to be a stigma before that there weren't places like this before. And now you don't even have to go in person. You can just call. You know? Yeah. And like Disco said, there's video. If, you, if you're not comfortable talking to someone face to face, there's video chat. And there's even just text where you just, it's like you're in a chat room. You know what I mean? So it's, it, it, it takes that fear and anxiety out of it of meeting a new doctor or being in the office or anything like that. So it's, all, it's very easy. So keep your mental health good with better help. Boom. Yo, D.I., where can we find you marinating, chilling in the cut on IG, Snapchat, TikTok, Yad Out, Stopper, Grinder, Boom. At The Real Disco on Twitter, at Disco Master GG on Instagram and Snapchat. 
Also, uh, you can catch me uh, at Sapphire Gentlemen's Club where I work. It's uh, it's in Las Vegas. If you're in Las Vegas, you dial 702-869-0003 and mention my name and mention the podcast. They'll send a free limit to pick you up, get you in for free, get you a free drink. How about that? Cool. Now, before I continue, because uh, we have, I haven't asked you this in a long time, and just for people that go on your Snapchat or IG, what would they find on there? What do you put up there? Before, it used to be haircuts. Food picks, haircuts. Yeah. That's about it. All right. Um, so anyways, if you happen to see Disco at a sports betting place or at the Korean barbecue over there in Las Vegas, uh, you don't just run up to him and start chopping it up. There's a little protocol. It goes a little something like this. Boom. You hit him up with a compliment, then another compliment, then you can ask a question. You can talk to them one to three minutes if you put them over. Additional time, if you're not annoying, you tell them you've got it like that. At any time, at no time will there be any direct eye contact. $20 handshake gets you an autograph picture another round. If you're a drunk and or obnoxious or don't, or don't put them over, you will hear this. Okay, you want to get for the front door to back reception. At which point you could tell them you go, girl, because they're kicking you out, which is 86, which happens to be permanent removal. Joe. Yes, sir. Good news. What you got? Hugs and kisses are back on the table, especially for cute transgenders. Oh, it's very nice. Very nice. Yes. Yes. Um, now, this is where the gentleman callers, topless menus in Vogue, secret menu, the hand job of the, jo- of the week. You'll like this, uh, Joe. This, uh, this, this uh, may get a little hot here, but mm. uh, ceviche ghost pepper guac. Yeah, that's, that that's very hot, very spicy. That is tremendous. Uh, you can witness this, Joe, in 3D or virtual reality. Unfortunately, the 3D glasses of the VR goggles are not included. This is from 3 to 5 a.m. in the morning, Joe, and this is a limited offer. What do you got? Boom. Well, you can catch me on the Raven Effect every Monday with Raven and Rich Bikini. Uh, that comes out on MLW Radio and on Spreaker. Don't forget to stay tuned to this feed for uh, K100 Rehash on Wednesdays and K100 Talk Talks on Sundays. And uh, like I said, they come out on this same feed. You don't have to do any new subscription or anything like that. You will get them if you're subscribed to Keeping It 100. Uh, on the Creative Control Network at the CC Network 1 on Twitter, this week we have Kevin Sullivan's Taskmaster Talks, co-hosted by John Paz. They're going to go over... WCW World War III 1996, which featured a Hogan and Roddy Piper contract signing for a main event, also featured a 60-man battle royal. Uh, I don't have the names in front of me, but I would assume 1996, November, you guys were both in that big, giant match with three rings. Was it in Detroit? That sounds right, yeah. Yep. If it was in Detroit, I was on that. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think Disco was World War III. World War III, the 60-man uh, yeah, that was the second one. So Kevin, of course, worked as as a booker and on the creative team for WCW, so he has a lot of behind-the-scenes uh, notes, memories, all that stuff. So if you're into the wrestling history and those type of shows, it's a good show for you. Uh, taking you to school with Dr. Tom Pritchard, uh, the most recent addition to the Creative Control Network. Tom's been going over some of the behind-the-scenes stuff in wrestling. Last week it was a discussion about all the duties of a producer-slash-road agent. This week he's going to talk about doing commentary and how you should do it, what you should be trying to accomplish, how to prepare, and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, a good little uh, learning tool. If you're getting into the business or want to get in, Dr. Tom trained The Rock, trained uh, a whole bunch of guys, Kurt Angle. So check that show out. Uh, Outlaws and Gunslingers with Bang and Dang. You know, it's a true crime podcast. They've been going over the Wild West and Mafia, the uh, Great Depression era of bank robbers. This week, let's see if you guys have heard of this one. You ever hear of the Zoot Suit Riots? Yes, I have yep. in Los Angeles. Yep, they're going to cover the Zoot Suit Riots. It was a, well, it was a racial riot. It, it, you know, 
It's, it seemed like they went after anyone who wore this particular type of clothing and listened to jazz and probably smoked pot, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's uh, one of the it old... Mostly Mexicans yeah. and some blacks. Yeah, it's one of the old original racial riots, you know, so... Uh, and you know, up to this day, it still happens. So this was this was back in the day, though. So if you want to hear about some history and true crime, check out Outlaws and Gunslingers. Uh, I put out a couple of Creative Control best ofs this week, uh, looking back when we were recording last year at the beginning of COVID. So Husey was on there, Durbin, Aaron Pavis. <laughs> That's your best Ooh. of shows with Husey and Durbin. Yeah, the, Come dream, on. the dream team. And, uh, if you remember Aaron Pavis, he did the uh, DJ show. Back in the Nobody day, remembers him from the bedroom to the booth, and Hambone was on there too. So you can hear what everyone was thinking at the beginning of COVID and some of the misconceptions and predictions for how everything was going to go down. That's both on Creative Control Daily. Uh, business of the business with John Paz this week. It's your deep dive into the behind the scenes. Creative in Control Daily. Wait a minute. You have a daily show now? N- no, I had a daily show. <clears throat> I started it two years ago. Lasted about a year. So now I just put out best ups. I'm too I'm jammed up, man. I'm too busy to, to be doing that show, you know. So, but I do have commitments to release it too. So it's gotta it's gotta come out. Uh, business of the business with John Paz. It's a deep dive into the uh, business side of pro wrestling and uh, ticket sales, attendance, stuff like that. If you're into that kind of thing, this week they're going to talk AEW. And so a- basically, what you're doing is since you know content is king, you're just trying to get see what like uh, I'm going to put out the best of shows. That way, I don't really have to work and just see if somehow some way i can make money off of that, that i have i have commitments to sponsors so i got to put them out certain weeks yeah yeah so it's what it's, do you mean commitment to sponsors they buy they buy spots on creative control and so i put out a best of to fulfill that uh deal you know so i'm 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 tapped man when it comes to creative control like between this show and, and raven effect and if i do get my go i don't have anything else to talk about you know so creative control unfortunately is on its it's on a downward slope but there's still sponsor interest so I gotta, I gotta make that money. You know, I can't turn it down, uh, or I wouldn't turn it down. Uh, business of the business, John Paz. They're going to talk about a possible third national wrestling promotion coming this or next year. I don't know if you guys heard any buzzing about that, but that's the topic on business of the business. <laughs> yeah, another one. Eyes uh, up here with Francine and Chad. They're going to take their uh, Twitch live stream and release it. So they're going to be answering all sorts of questions from their Twitch subscribers. And way back, playback with Pat McNeil. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Has that show already come out? The Francine, uh, the Francine. The one that said there's a third national promotion? Yeah, it came out uh, Wednesday. So who is it supposed to be? Uh, I haven't listened to it yet. But it's, uh, it supposedly has a big backer and all that stuff from reading description. But I'll be checking right. that up on the weekend when I have it when I have a moment. Uh, Twitch live uh, on Francine, like I said, to be answering uh, subscriber questions. Way back, playback with Pat McNeil covers uh, the NWA's Clash of the Champions four, which featured the Freebirds versus the Road Warriors. So if you're into watch alongs and old NWA and stuff, this is probably a good week for you. About an hour long. And uh, per Mike Durbin, he asked if I would plug this for him. Get my go this weekend. He's going to release all the cold opens from episodes one. <laughs> I'm going to do that while you read. From episodes 1 through 25, all the cold opens are going to, uh, are going to be on there. It's a, it's a fun little video show. You can see the progression. Gee, I wonder where they got go. the idea for a cold open from. That's a good point. That's a good point. This format has been attempted to be uh, replicated, but will never be duplicated by anybody, including myself or Mike or Husey or anybody. So, But, you know, every, I think everybody that's done that gives credit to this what show. show is a, what, show, what show are you guys on? 
Oh, I mean, what, how many shows have you actually done? Forget my go. Uh, f- yeah, fifty-three or so. I think so. He's going to put on fifty-two cold open straight. Uh, no, nah, twenty-five, and then the next 25. one will be the next twelve or something like that. So that comes out this weekend. It's it's only video, and but uh, I would assume yours are way shorter than ours, right? No, he he take really? well, what he does is he wow. takes. We have our uh, listeners, you know, that will listen well, to much like AEW giving you fatigue. Cold opens can give you <laughs> fatigue too, bro. You yeah. don't want to fucking hit him with twenty five. 10-minute segments. If if somebody hears Get My Go mentioned, they report it back to Mike or send him the clip. So the cold open is basically, if we mention it, if it's mentioned, uh, if someone sends an email to Cornette that says Get My Go, if uh, you know if they want to make fun of somebody, they'll send the clip. So he kind of puts it all together. And uh, actually, he's a really good editor. So th- those are fun. If anybody wants to check that out, I'll be on the Get My Go YouTube channel. Uh, other than that, check me out at JFE. Maybe he should be editing our show. Nothing. Oh, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, you can edit the videos for sure uh, at JFFeeny3RD on Twitter and at the CC Network one for creative control and that's about it alright so um, you can check me out on Twitter Facebook at K-O-N-N-A-M 5150 chops it up in English on Twitter uh, Spanish on Facebook um, our next big show uh, Crash December 3rd uh, with MLW and um, uh, what else do we got going on who did we have on this week Joe I always forget well, we did the trial. The, with, right. Had a very unfortunate, guilty. unfortunate result. And uh, Billy came on with some hot scoops. I'm a big fan, by the way, of the drawing and quartering concept that was, uh, that was submitted. I thought physical punishment sounded a little harsh. I was hoping for like maybe some probation, community service, time oh, served. Probation. I, I know the judge very well, and he said probation <laughs> is not part of the deal. Not, what about time served? I don't get any credit for time served. <laughs> Um, uh, so that and Billy was on with some hot news, and uh, Billy had some good news, yeah. And we also uh, talked uh, NFL and UFC this week, so that's that's this week's show, basically. Okay, um, and then we had on the roundtable CJ and Adam. Yep. So yep. want to thank all of them for sure for being on the show. Want to thank for the incredible amount of support that we always get on Twitter, and for you buying all the stuff that we you know that we're out here selling and everything that we're that we're selling we've used like for example we just came out with these um those earbuds uh, raycons and we had gone through all these other companies and we were like damn man why can't we get a really good apartment we finally found some and now we're passing them to you the manscape stuff you know everything that we're uh that we're sponsoring we've used ourselves right uh of course legacy sucks legacy sucks. from nick aldis and uh better help uh which yeah. i've used too so i can i can uh, vouch for that as well so, you know, we want to thank you for supporting all these people because they've all uh, been staying with us for a while due, due to your um, patronage. Um, we'll give them uh, Billy Body's information, too. And Billy's at um, LockBetting.com. We, we talked about in Billy's plugs how successful he's been, especially in, in uh, soccer or European football. Mm-hmm. So definitely give Billy a, give, give him a look. Yeah, and our rehash show, which is the best of, you know, one year of our past five shows. Those shows are great people love them uh joe's done an incredible job with that so thank you to that uh uh, check that out um also um a k100 talks have been very successful thank you for checking that out um and uh our patreon keeps going up 
thank you for supporting us with that. You know, we just keep bringing the entertainment that you like. And uh, thank you for supporting us with, with all of our ventures. I couldn't have done this without D.I. Uh, or Joe. Thank you very much. And thank you to all the listeners for listening to and keeping it 100. Boom. Please support K100 with Conan and Disco by going to the Patreon site at patreon.com slash Conan and Conan.me. You can subscribe to the show on all your podcast providers. You can get an episode as soon as it drops. And please leave us a rating, five star, of course, and a review. Conan, Disco, The Mass Republic Minute with Kevin Kleinrock and myself all have t-shirt stores if you want to support some of the guys on the show individually. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com. To send in a question for the listener mailbag or a song for the Juicy Frankie Seal, use the email address k100questions at gmail.com. You can follow K100 all across social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the handle at K100Conan. The Keeping It 100 with Conan YouTube continues to roll along, getting closer to hitting that 30,000 subscriber mark with over 2,200 videos. Husey's running things over there. He posts multiple videos a day, and there's a ton of conversation under each clip. So get over there, subscribe to the YouTube, and join in with your fellow listeners. JJ Claxon has started a TikTok for K100. If you're on TikTok, check out at K100 Podcast. JJ's putting up about a video a day, a clip a day. And there's some funny stuff on there from Disco versus Women's Wrestling to the Filthy Animals Entrance, Disco versus the Girl Scouts, and more. By now you know K100 drops every Thursday on Spreaker, and K100 Rehash comes out every week as well on the same feed. So please download the Spreaker app. You can subscribe there as well. And I want to thank everyone very, very much for their support of the show. With thanks to you, the show keeps on growing which is very impressive after five years. And hopefully you all keep enjoying the K100 content that we put out across all social media and podcast providers on a daily basis. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. That was my Intercontinental Championship. The championship that I made prestigious. I did. And you gave Dean Ambrose an Intercontinental Championship match when he didn't deserve it. Because maybe, what, because you're friends? With Renee, a journalist. A journalist that got involved. They got involved in your Intercontinental Championship. The title that is on your brand. And you're going to allow that? You made me get involved Wait in that. Second. Wait a second. You're the one that calls me out in front of the entire WWE you universe. Are a journalist. Journalize. Ask us. Don't get involved I'm also with a stuff human backstage. Being that you're, you're a human come being at me as that a deserves human being a microphone to ask questions. Crowd. You're right. I'm going to say something. Wait a second. Wait a second. Calm down, guys. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I understand. Hey, listen. I under. Hey, you do realize that you guys are getting fined for that, right? Your wife is getting fined for that. You think oh, I walked out there one? Hey, 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 calm down. Calm down. Listen, you lost the match, right? Dean did Am I? Did I? Yeah. Because what I saw, or actually I didn't see, what I heard is that Maurice smacked Dean Ambrose, which means that's a disqualification in every single book of referee. But all of a sudden, now referees are going against me. You're going against me. She's plotting against me. Every single person in this company in SmackDown Live. So you want to not lose the title because you cheated. I cheat. I didn't cheat. I didn't do anything. Maurice slapped him in the that, face. That's not me cheating. Oh, I'm oh, sorry that my not? wife got so passionate and hot because someone put her hands on me. And you know what? Dean Ambrose overcame that, and he beat you. He also overcame. He you didn't deserve you the match, hit him. Daniel. 
You hit him with the Intercontinental Championship. He didn't deserve the match. See, and this is the problem. This whole time, you've been saying people don't deserve these title opportunities. These people don't deserve these title opportunities. Well, guess what? The reason why you don't want them to get opportunities is because these people are better than you. No, like they're Dean not, Ambrose Daniel. proved tonight. No, they're not. You weren't better than me, and no one in this company is better than me. I'm the best. We've all I've been, been the best. I've been the best. I'm the freaking best. Don't you people get it? Don't you get it? Don't you get it? I'm so so. You and you and this entire company just plotting against me. This is my year. My year. No, don't you talk. Don't you talk. I am sick of you. I'm sick of everything about this freaking company. <laughs> Miz, along with Maurice, gets uh, drafted to SmackDown by his old nemesis, Daniel Bryan. So the Intercontinental title is going with him. And uh, at SummerSlam, he's going to successfully defend against Apollo Crews. We should take a time out here, though, to talk about the whole Miz Daniel Bryan Biz. They last encountered each other in a match when Miz lost the U.S. title to Bryan. Of course, both eventually became main event stars. Both main evented WrestleMania, but unfortunately, Bryan was forced into retirement in early 2016. And Miz is going to continue his in-ring career while Bryan becomes the GM of SmackDown. With reservation, Bryan is uh, going to draft Miz over to SmackDown. And then that famous episode we talked about of talking smack happened in late August, 2016. And that's such a moment, uh, where Brian is sort of attacking Miz's wrestling style and saying he wrestles like a coward and Miz just blows a gasket and cuts one of the promos of his life. What do you remember about seeing that segment and how viral it went with fans? Well, it's, it was real. And that's the thing that made it work. I didn't believe these two cats were bullshitting me. I didn't believe they were a brother, you know, doing a wrestling promo. I felt like they were talking realistically and honestly to me, and they were bearing their soul, uh, because you, you couldn't find two guys. Again, I mentioned this earlier, Conrad, and it, it, for the, a lot of the guys, it, this stuff really counts. How did you get here? Right. Well, let me tell you how I got here. So my journey was a lot harder than yours. You've been privileged. You've been uh, given a silver spoon here. You become one of Vince McMahon's favorites. And some of us who are five, eight have had to work like crazy people to even get an opportunity to show what we could do in the ring. Cause it was obvious Conrad that once Daniel Bryan got the chance to play, he could play as big and as impressively as anybody that's ever laced boots. So I look at this situation this way, they Miz and, and Daniel Bryan may have all had, had different philosophies. I don't know what was real, what was Memorex. Uh, but I do know that Miz got better and had the opportunity to get better every time he was around and interacting with Daniel Bryan, it couldn't help but get better because Daniel Bryan's got a gear. He's got another gear. He's got a third gear. He's so, so, uh, skilled that you can't help but get better unless you just shit the bed and, and, and go to the, go to the house and Miz didn't do that. So I think work with Daniel Bryant was one of the great things for Miz's career to improve his game and his level of intensity. That's what I always thought Miz was lacking a little bit was a little bit of the level of intensity and physicality and work with Daniel Bryant. You have to rise up because he's not going to lower his game as far as intensity and physicality is concerned to give you a break. <laughs> 